Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns in Loud Noises, episode 18. Today is Wednesday, May 29th, 2019, and we have had been graced by the racing gods this weekend. Christmas came early. I I don't know about you guys. I had such a wonderful time. I'm joined always by my partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's up? What up? up? Uh, We got Alex Torres in the building. Our JDM social media master. What's up, everybody? And we're joined by a very, very special guest. I'm so happy to introduce Garrett Smithley, driver of the Zero JDM Chevy and the 77 Spire Motorsports Chevy ZL1. I have to throw that one in there. Um, What's going on, Garrett? What's up? Number nothing. Represent. I can do left turns and loud noises, so I'm in the right place. You actually are the only person <laughs> here that legitimately has that background. So thank you for coming through. We appreciate you on the uh, podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, the Indy 500, Simon Pagano and Alexander Rossi, a duel for the ages. We had uh, a race that existed in Monaco that I got to watch. <laughs> and we had a really interesting Coke 600. But Along with that, a lot of people overshadowing a very fun race on Saturday that, Garrett, you got to experience firsthand. So tell me, how is it driving on the surface of the sun on Saturday? Yeah, it was definitely the surface of the sun. Uh, it's it's always cool to start out the, the weekend. Uh, Wayne Otten is our, our competition director at uh, in the Xfinity Series, and he stood up in the driver's meeting and said, just remember, guys, you guys get to kick off the the greatest weekend in motorsports and that is mm-hmm. always such a cool experience so um started off uh in 30th in our race in the number zero car um worked our way up we got up to i think up to about seventh or eighth at one point oh, um, yeah. and then uh, eventually finished 17th but uh, it was hot it was slick it was the absolute hardest race of my career just because of the heat and um, oh yeah i know i bet we we made it, and uh, we had uh, not a single set of sticker tires sitting there, so we we ran on scuffs all day long and came home seventeenth without any damage. So I was uh, very very happy with our with our run in the flex tape Chevrolet. Finished all oh, the yeah. lead lap too, and that's something to come home about. Yeah, yeah, I think that's we lost a lot of drivers can't lap, say. So. No, yeah. it was it was good, and I I don't even think that we got lapped a single time. So that that's always hey. good. 
and uh no it was it was a lot of fun and anytime that it's hot and slick and just greasy out there it is so much fun to wheel those cars around uh at, at about 190 miles an hour and i i feel like the daytime races when it's hot like that it definitely puts it into the driver's hands and gives us uh gives us something to uh to really look forward to yeah for sure is there any other race on the schedule that you would say is going to test you like that in terms of the heat and just the conditions all around yeah uh chicago will be Mm -hmm. really difficult chicago will be difficult um indy indianapolis is always hard uh it's a little bit easier now that they changed it to i think i think we run in september now so it's a little bit easier, but still super hot. And then, of course, the uh, the, the Darlington race uh, is always a, a hot one there. It's always a tough track anyway. But uh, those those races and then the second Bristol race is pretty difficult, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a couple races that we highlight and say, hey, these races are going to be difficult physically, mentally. Emotionally, spiritually, uh, all the all the leads that you can think of. Um, oh man, I was gonna ask. Uh, I mean, do you have a thermometer in your car during the race, or were you guys just kind of going off what other drivers had? Because I know that I believe it was Custer had one in his car. Yeah, I think Custer. I think Justin Haley had one. W- one mm-hmm. thing we we didn't have one, but uh, but one thing that I wish I had done is weighed myself before and after the race to see how much <laughs> weight I lose because they say that in those hot races you can lose up to five, seven, ten pounds. Yeah, just, I've just heard in that. one race, just in water I weight. Mean, so when we had Tony Stewart racing, I'm sure that he was losing <laughs> fluctuating between ten to fifteen in some races. I mean <laughs> yeah. he'd come in like looking like he'd come out of the race just looking like a different person. Like you'd be like, oh wow, you look like how you should look on the NASCAR uh, the game cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's 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 no telling. But uh, I I'm I'm guessing that you know especially down around our feet, it was probably about 150, 160, 170 Crazy. degrees. Up up at, up at our head, it was about 140. I think. Hopefully, it's a little bit cooler during the September race. But of course, that's going to be a lot more difficult considering you got like 13 more corners to deal with on the track. Yeah, then see, come September when I race that race, I can't be on the podcast because we got right turns. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Oh, 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 man, you got me there. I mean, we talk about F1 on here, so, I mean, we don't – there's no consistency. (laughs) There's there's no discrimination here. The only consistency is that there's loud noises with me constantly screaming over Kevin, so – yeah, that's about, that's about <laughs> it. That's as much consistency on the pod. So, I mean, overall, a good race for you guys. I mean, you know, I saw Ross up there doing a lot of work. I mean, you know, does it um, when you're racing out there against Ross, is there like a mini competition that you have between them? Like, OK, I want to be able to get out there out front of Ross and show, hey, like, I'm actually the number one guy here. Like, I'm actually like, you know, did pretty that, good. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I actually, I passed Ross and walked away from him. So, um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, it is it is it is a competition. I, and it doesn't matter whether it's Ross or whether it's Steven or whether it's John Hunter, whether it's, you know, whoever's out there on the racetrack. Like, you want to beat them. You're, you're a race oh, yeah. driver. You want to be the best. So, um, th- there is a little bit of, of you know, in, in team rivalry there. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, our our orders from from Johnny are, are make sure that the car comes back in one piece and do the best that you can. So yeah, you did a good um, job with that. Didn't, we, didn't you didn't hit the wall at all, did you? No, we we uh, we didn't. Knock on wood. It was uh, a <laughs> it, it was a, a very very clean race for us. It that's it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that way for for much of the field. But um, but it was yeah. uh, 
it was a good race. And, and yeah, I mean, we always want to beat Ross and, and, you know, I have in the past and it's just, it's the cards that you're dealt. It just depends Absolutely. on what your car is going to do and what you got for tires and what your motor is going to do. And, you know, if all those things align, then, uh, then hopefully we can get it done. Perfect. Well, I mean, hey, you didn't you didn't knock in those crush panels, so you didn't have to worry about because I mean, a lot of drivers were dealing with carbon monoxide in the car. I know Austin Dillon and Daniel Hemrick in the 10 had to, uh, you know, vacate pretty much because their car was just too destroyed from the crush panels coming in. But I mean, I'm glad that you're OK and I'm glad, you know, that you didn't have to deal with any of that. I mean, hey, now we're moving on to I, you guys race at Pocono this weekend. I've, I'm 95 yeah, home, sure. home track for the number nothing. Yeah, home track for me. It's one of my favorite tracks. It's actually the very first track that I ever yep. raced a stock car on. So yeah, it uh, it was my first ARCA start, and that was the first time I ever raced a stock car. So uh, I've raced there. I did two ARCA races, one truck race, and now this will mm-hmm. be my fourth Xfinity race, I believe. So I have quite a bit of experience around Pocono. It's it's in the top three of my favorite tracks, and um, I'm uh, excited to see what we can do. All right, pencil it in, guys. I'm picking him for a top 10. All right. That's good. That's my... Tro- Trophy Tractor, our sponsor, will be very happy if we can get that done for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I bet. So you want to move on into the interview, like actual interview questions, instead of me bumbling about what Charlotte's like? Oh, let me ask you this one question. Do you ever go to cookout when you're in Charlotte? I freaking love cookout. Okay. Hey, y'all need someone flat, that can sorry. agree with me on this. One of, one of my favorite fast food places in Charlotte. See, for sure. I went to uh, North Carolina for a wedding and I demanded all my friends were going to cookout. I don't care what you have to say. We're going there. Like I, it has to happen. I took them at like three in the morning and they were not disappointed. I mean, the $5 trays, that's, that's your value. All it, day you long. know, funny thing about cookout. It was the very first meal that I had when I moved to North Carolina. That's Mine awesome. Very so first one. Yeah. That's actually same with me. Pretty much my um, I went to the uh, Charlotte race last year. It was after one of the um, the concerts in the track side they had on Saturday night, and my friends that I met up with from Reddit were like, "Yo, we're taking you to um to cookout," and I was like, "Okay, like I I can't say no. You you pretty much <laughs> are holding me hostage here. I don't have a car and I have to Uber everywhere. Fine, and Thank it was you. worth it. All right, so um, let's go ahead and do some questions here. So um. According to you, your Wikipedia is incorrect most of it. So I'm going to be asking you questions that are may or not. No, being I didn't say most of it. I didn't say most of it. I just said there's some things that are just not factually correct. Like so the, the part- fact it says uh, Smithley's father and both of his grandfathers are military service members. Uh, my, both of my grandfathers were, but my dad wasn't. He was actually a civilian pilot that flew, uh, flew troops back and forth. So. Um, oh, there's, there's a there's a couple little you know nitpicky things but for the most part i think all the racing career stuff is is for the most part pretty good the so biggest, the biggest question are you an edm fan anthony Rowe? i yes i love edm um i i rage on a on a consistent basis I, i've actually gotten kind of back into it as of late um, yeah just, just kind of it's kind of like my driving like I, so i'm super into like listening to podcasts um mm-hmm. like Door Member Clear is one of my favorites. Uh, Freddie mm-hmm. Kraft, my spotter, is on there uh, at a Dirty Mo Media, and um, uh, and Shouts so out. podcasts. And uh, I listen to a ton of NASCAR radio on SiriusXM. Um, and then when I'm not listening to that, it's either on Channel 13, which is the Pitbull, uh, yeah. Pitbull channel, <laughs> and then uh, either that or then I have on my Spotify. Actually, my Spotify is public, so you can so check that I, out. I guess now that I'm back, I guess I'll, whenever we do get rental cars, like when we travel, Garrett usually rides with me. 
And after practice day, which is typically Fridays, we bump some Channel 13 Pitbull mix in the car. Absolutely. Let me send you a uh, SoundCloud mix that I've been making over the last three <laughs> years, and we'll, we'll trade a little bit of some music. So I guess I can lead to my next question. If me, you, and hypothetically Jeff Gluck go to a music festival, which stage are we going to? Are we going to the bass stage? Are we going to the house stage? Are we going to the main stage? I've never been to one, so I don't even know. What? I've oh, never. Man. Okay, so the, the closest thing that I've gone is Chainsmokers during – 400 fest they played <laughs> at indianapolis i got to race oh, at indy i think i finished like 20 19th or 21st something like that and okay. then we went in watched the chain smokers and just rage the the day before it was oh shoot i can't think of who it was um i can't think of who it was right now but uh two really really good uh you know concerts but i've never been to yeah. a, a festival so i don't like like, what's the difference between, like, base stage and, like, I could, okay, so house stage, I get that, but then the yeah. main stage, like, what's the difference? Okay, so base stage is basically, like, they're just going to be playing nonsense drops. Like, it's going to be filthy drops like the dirty, entire time. dirty, nasty, like, stick drops. Like, like, things that are basically going to make your jaw drop, you're not going to be able to know what to do, or your head banging the entire time. I'm, I'm, I'm there. That's where I'm at. Perfect. 100%. Beautiful. Bring, bring your base Hans stage. device, we'll break our necks together. It'll be base stage, I'm in. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I I'm a huge um, bass nectar fan. Like that's my type of music. Like I love Porter Robinson as well, but yep. like that's my yep. type of stuff. And like I don't know if you've heard, but Maddie's dropping a new um, album this week. So so I know it's kind of a little bit different. Um, but uh, Dead Mouse. Uh, Ooh, I, okay. That was I, what I grew up with in high school. Like I so love Dead Mouse back in the day. We actually are kind of like acquaintances. He follows me on Twitter, and we've DM'd before. Oh, oh that's no really cool. And it's a shame he doesn't have that Lambo anymore. You could ride in that with him with a Nyan cat on it. Yeah, heck yeah. No, he. Uh, I. I'm trying to get him. My goal is to get him to to a race either this year or next year. Well, so, let's so get him. Let's, let's get him there. Dead mouse, if you're listening, come through. Yeah. Well, let me segue into this. Who's the most famous person you've DM'd on Twitter or Instagram, Garrett? Either Ooh. either Dead Mouse or William Shatner. That's really so. wow! You've actually DM'd William Shatner. That's incredible. Yep. Yep. So he actually, um, I'm trying to think. So a few years back, he tweeted because he's from Canada. Mm -hmm. um, he tweeted Austin Terrio was tweeting William Shatner, and they were going back and forth. And I yeah. chimed in and was like, "Oh my gosh! Like you're tweeting William Shatner. That's awesome." Mind you, first of all, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I, I also like Star Trek. Oh, nice. <laughs> I also like Star Trek. Uh, my parents are huge Trekkies. So they actually have a Star Trek Christmas tree with all of the Hallmark ornaments that have ever been made uh, with Star Trek. So That's really awesome. So I chimed in on Twitter, and then he responded to me, followed me, <laughs> and then I DM'd him and was like, hey, like, that's awesome. My parents are huge Trekkies, but I... I have another connection with him. I watched him uh, in a horse show. He's super into horses. Yeah. Sh Shetland okay. ponies. And I watched him in a, in a horse show at, uh, at Kentucky. He has a house in, I think for sales, Kentucky. So oh, nice. um, I said, Hey, that's really cool. And then I actually invited him to, to a race and he's been trying to figure out, we've been trying to, to get together for a number of years now. Um, I think I'm probably gonna reach out to him again this year to see what he's doing. But um, yeah, so those are the two, uh, you know, quote unquote, most famous people that I that I've DM'd on Twitter. That's pretty neat. I think the most famous person I've DM'd on Twitter is Jared Carabas, who's a blogger for Barstool. So, nice. <laughs> but me and him are best friends now, so I think that worked Boy. out. 
That's awesome. No, knife. Uh, you know, knife party. I love. Oh, knife absolutely. Party. I saw. Um, what's their? What, what was his original name before he was Knife Party? Um, uh, shoot, it's gonna knife, bug knife. me. You're getting into some trivia now. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, prepared exactly. for this. I saw. I technically saw him at. Well, I did see him. Not technically, but it was technically Knife Party at EDC last year. And man, just abs. You would love that. It's absolute Bor- nonsense. Borgor, Skrillex. Borgor's fun. I saw uh, Dimitri I saw Vegas. Yeah, Dimitri Vegas is awesome. Okay, so, so you you have a very good palette as to like music here, so I can my, see that you. My very favorite song, like EDM song ever. Like, if you want me to rage, if you want me to do anything in the world, play the hum, <laughs> Dimitri Vegas, and like. Yes. Play. All right. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> get it. <Perfect>. So <laughs> at, at right. I told you I was intros. a fan. Oh <laughs> I yeah. I believe you now. Oh, I believe you now. All right. Now, are we getting into intros? Because okay, I have a a a. A plan for intros. Oh, are you guys all right? So, my plan was kind of busted because it kind of got popular all of a sudden, like Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Um, the the SpongeBob Bubble Bowl, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was always like my like that was gonna be my drop dead, like that was gonna be my Bristol Walkout song, and then it got popular. And I forgot who who did it. Was it NASCAR that, that that posted it or? Uh, no, no, it was popular... the it was the the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl started Scott. it, and they had such an opportunity oh, to actually it. do it, yeah. and they ruined it. And then I think NASCAR did it. Yeah, literally every yeah. other pro US sport jumped on it and made a right. compilation of it. So now it's kind That's of. But team. past that, um, are you guys um, goofy movie fans? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I have seen it. Are you a Powerline guy? Powerline, yes. Yes. So I actually have a Powerline t-shirt, and it's like a, a quote-unquote tour shirt from, I think it was 95. Love um, it. With all the quote-unquote tour. It's like a fake tour shirt from yeah. like the Powerline concert. But uh, I can't tell you how many compliments I've, I've got on that t-shirt. But um, Standout and um, Eye to Eye are the, the, the compilation thing. I would definitely like just make make those my Bristol walk And FYI, you can't find those on Apple Music, by the way, because I already I, I look. No, I but I think they're on Spotify. Are you an yes. Apple Music guy? I'm a Spotify guy myself. Like That's, Spotify. I've been making I've been busy making playlists. I went I went back and talked to a couple of my high school friends and I made a uh, playlist of all the music we listened to back in high school. It's like 430 songs. It's I got a little carried away. I have uh, on my electronic. I named it Electronica, and I have 220 <laughs> songs on on that. I'm gonna send you some uh, some straight filth one of these days. I'll uh. I, and see, I see. I have DMs. I have different EDM like moods. So sometimes like yeah. I do like house. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm a big bass hunter fan. Like I love bass hunter. Oh no way! Uh, oh no, my I goodness! Love bass hunter. That was Thank like my you. high school. Thank you for reminding me of an artist I fr- I completely left off of my high school Dude, list. And I, I found <laughs> I recently found not to get we just completely went off into a tangent. No, it's that's perfect. Fine. This is oh, what the show is. That's, Trust me, we'll get have Marvel right. conversations later on in the show. <laughs> I uh, I recently found um, I came here to party by Bass Hunter. I oh, just found no. that song. It's uh, from twenty I think twenty seventeen. Um, but yeah, check that out. So uh, anyway, absolutely. will. um, <laughs> last question about music, I swear. Um, yeah. so before races, like, do you have a different playlist that you'll play before practice qualify, qualifying and race, uh, like race day, or do you just no. kind of have the same pump up song? 
I I don't really do like pump up as as funny okay. as it sounds. I don't really do pump up songs. Uh, normally, it's so busy and so hectic mm. that you don't really have time. But I've never been one to like get into like a music quote unquote mood. But yeah. I do have like shower playlists, different shower playlists that I'll I have a Bluetooth speaker and I'll listen in the shower like when I get up in the morning. Um, okay. I I love music. Like I've always been into music like i yeah. actually like sang in chorus and like i play piano and so i've <laughs> always been a, a very musical person and, and just i love all music so like i love edm but i also love like my favorite band is sticks uh classic rock are you kidding yeah no i love you're sticks. joking right? oh my goodness i saw them when i was eight years old. recently yeah. went to a festival um that was just like a chill like kind of like strawberry festival and they had mm-hmm. like a concert going on and i hear like that like sticks playing um uh God, what was it? Come um, sail away? No, no. Trust me. If it was come sail away, I'd be, I'd be sprinting <laughs> into that show. Um, oh man, I can't think of his like Mr. Roboto. It was one of the one. Like I'm gonna hear it afterwards. I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, it's like Ren- Renegade but, or like yeah, uh, it was something like yeah. that. And I went yeah. and I like was like, oh, that's a stick song. I wonder if that's actually sticks. And we walked closer and they started playing like come sail away. I'm like, wait a second. That's sticks. That is definitely sticks. Yeah. And like I talked to one of the security guards, like, yep. And I'm like, have they played Grand Illusion yet? He's like, nope. I'm like, perfect. I know what they're ending with. Didn't end with it. I was very upset. (laughs) Oh, what they end with? Pretty much come sail away. I was I was a little I I was a little bummed, but I was like, okay, I get it. That is that is the heater of the of the decade right there. Yeah. All right. So a little bit different question. So what is um your favorite track? Like, what's the track that's most fun to drive? Obviously the cup car handles different than Xfinity right now. But as far as Xfinity goes, what's the most fun track for you to drive? Atlanta has been my favorite track for a long time. And and it's not because I grew up racing there. I kind of have a a few home tracks. So I was born in Pennsylvania. (laughs) Pocono is my home track. But then I grew up in in Atlanta, in Georgia. And that's where I started racing. I started racing Bandoleros and Legend cars on the quarter mile uh, for Thursday Thunder at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So um, that's kind of where I grew up and where I grew up racing. So. Um, but with all that said, Atlanta is so fast. It's bumpy. It's worn out. Um, you slide through the corners. I just, I love the feeling of going around Atlanta Motor Speedway. So, um, my, my top four tracks are Atlanta, Pocono, Michigan, and, uh, Iowa. Those are is my that, four. Is that in order though? That is in order. That is in order. I, fi- I figured Iowa would be up there. I hear from pretty much like from Alex's <laughs> point of view, a lot of drivers love Atlanta or Iowa. Sorry. I was. I like, was. It just seems like a fun track. I was my favorite short track, uh, hands down. Um, I, I, I'm a fan of like most all of the mile and a half tracks. I just, I really like the fast tracks. That's kind of. It's funny enough. I, I grew up racing or, or driving on the mile and a half tracks with the Petty experience. So, mm-hmm. um, I kind of have the most experience at those tracks. But I just, I like the feeling of the car yacht out and and just going 190 miles an hour into a corner. It's just, it. There's nothing better than that. I'm surprised to hear Michigan. You don't really hear that from drivers. It's just, it's fast. It's just, it's smooth. It's fast. I got to drive the cup car last year and we, I think on the data, we were like 214 miles an hour into turn one. Yeah. Nowadays we're not going to see that anymore, but man. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I, that I got a chance to experience that going that fast. And it is crazy. I couldn't imagine that. You you talk about the pucker factor. You get the pucker. (laughs) (laughs) You're just, you're just throwing it in turn one. You're like, Oh, please stick. Please stick. stick." Yep. So for any of these tracks, you like, they say some drivers like 
when they're qualifying at Bristol, they'll just hold their breath the entire lap. I'm pretty sure that when I qualify at Bristol, I hold my breath. Uh, Bristol, <laughs> Bristol and Dover, not so much Dover so much, but Bristol for sure is the only track on the schedule that I feel like I lose my breath uh, just doing a run. Do you feel comfortable wow. riding the Kyle Larson line at Bristol? Or? Yeah, I mean, yes and no, because you know I'm in a little bit different situation than Kyle. We, you know, yeah. our our goal is to try to get these cars home in one piece, and mm-hmm. if we have to keep putting right sides on it, Johnny's not going to be very happy. So yeah, <laughs> but I, as far as like the actual racing goes, yes, um, maybe not as as much as he as he is, but uh, I got a chance to run at homestead i believe it was 2017 and it was the last season that we were racing the the steel body cars Mm -hmm. and johnny basically gave him the green light and said hey like we got to get top 20 in points uh don't worry about the right side just you know go drive your butt off and halfway through the race i flipped a switch and i drove the kyle larson line and hit the wall a couple times but that was the first time that i i really got a chance to rim ride and and not have to worry about it and it was a blast I honestly feel like Homestead's just like it just looks so like just different because there's so many lines like that yeah. would probably be if I was a driver the track that I'd want to be going to the most. It's a, yeah, it's and a, see, it's weird they're moving it now to March. It's it's crazy because Homestead's actually one of my least favorite mile and a half tracks, but we really haven't ever had like a really really good car there, so okay. um, it 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 matters. Like uh, Bristol and. New Hampshire are my two least favorite tracks, but Bristol's starting to come around to where I'm actually starting to enjoy it because we're getting good runs. New Hampshire, hate the place. Fill it with Me water, too. fill it with concrete, burn it down. Run the uh, rubble. Run, yeah, yeah, run the rubble. Oh <laughs> run my it backwards, whatever, whatever we got to do, hate that place. We, we had an episode where we talked about our tracks that we'd like to see added to the schedule, real fake or whatever, and I said the New Hampshire road course, which isn't really a thing, but, I mean, it can be possible. No, it's like, a it thing. Is, it's it's possible. It's just not going to be easy getting that's, any of the cars through that hairpin. That is one of the most fun tracks that I run on iRacing, is the, oh, the New Hampshire road course. Oh, I love iRacing. I need but, to get uh, on that. <laughs> Leg- Legend car, New Hampshire road course, blast. Perfect. Yeah, that honestly looks like a good time. Have you ever um, run the Pocono Road Course on iRacing? Or no, never run the Pocono Road Course. That's I one think that I, I can float around that people would like to see that for like the doubleheader weekend. Like they run one of those, like the Road Course circuit, and then the oval yeah. circuit after. You know, speaking of Pocono, I think it's really cool what they're doing next year. Um, NASCAR's uh, doing the, basically the, a, the a, double a double header. header. Yeah, it's interesting um, for sure. So I'm excited to see how they do it. I think they're going to have the Arca series. Are they going to have the trucks? Do you know? Yeah. So the, so they're going to have like the Arca series, the truck series, the Xfinity series, and then two cup races that weekend. I think that's going to be a, 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 a packed weekend that I think fans are going to love. And the area up there is awesome. And, and I, I think, I think having one, one weekend for Pocono is going to be good for them. Do you think the cup racers are both going to be 400 miles? No, I think, uh, I I I would be surprised if it wasn't like two like two three hundred mile races or something like that. So eight hundred miles of Pocono. Yeah, that would be a lot for one weekend. I don't know if I can handle that. Like I love NASCAR as much as the next fan, but that's a lot for me. (laughs) Well, and and I I love like I love what Atlanta did a few years ago with doing the doubleheader, the truck Xfinity race on the same day. 
I, I was fortunate enough to take part in that in both of those races in 2016. And that was so cool to, to go run the Xfinity race. And then, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, jump in a truck and then, and then go run a truck race. And I think it's great for the fans. I think it's a lot of racing and I think they get a lot of bang for their buck. That's true. Yeah. Fans probably would love that. Um, all right, let's see here. What do we got? Um, all right, so I read that you were one of your favorite drivers growing up was Dale Jarrett because of his American flag um, type scheme in the eighty. I assume the eighty-eight quality care, right? Yes. Yes. Um. You know that's a great scheme, probably one of the more classic ones. You know, when I think of Dale Jarrett, I think about that, and then you know we want him to race the truck. But as far as <laughs> the other schemes go, back in the day, um, you know, who else you know stood out to you as a fan? Uh, that's a good question. Um, thank you. I, uh, man, I've I, never myself been asked on the back. that before. I'll pat myself <laughs> on the back there. I'm pretty proud of myself. You know, it's usually my, where my, my host will say, good question. Good question. My all time favorite scheme <laughs> that, uh, that I've ever seen is the, uh, the Dale Jarrett Batman scheme. Um, okay. I think, I think maybe he ran for an all-star race or something like that. That had to have been like, no, cause Batman and Robin, I think Jeff Gordon ran that one, but. I'm trying to think which Batman that would be for. Um, it's funny because I so it's funny because it has nothing to do with Batman. Like I like I could care okay. less about Batman, but oh, I just no. I love the scheme and the fact that okay. it was Dale Jarrett. Um, That's fair. Was was awesome to me. So right. well, then what's your favorite current paint scheme or one that you've seen recently? The my number favorite, zero flex. My tape. favorite current, yeah, <laughs> the, the number zero uh, trophy tractor uh, slash oh. flex tape. Flash Ooh. victory lane quick oil change. Thank you for flash, helping me out there. Flash KSDT. <laughs> as, as, as your personal PR guy, that makes me happy you mentioned all that. <laughs> there you go. Protect your melon. <laughs> um, no, that's a good question. Like, if we're talking cup schemes, um, man, that's, I don't know. That's, uh, I'd, I'd have to do some research on that. So. Okay. Which, speaking of paint schemes, Jayski's back. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, we know. <laughs> We're so happy. So we talked that's, about it last week. That's always a good thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Penske, like, okay, so like the Penske, um, what is it? The, the, the paint. Scallops. The, the PPG. P, yes, the PPG oh, scheme that, is always. That's my favorite. Yeah. That is hands down my favorite too. I I did like Larson's um Chicago one from last year. That one was definitely a favorite. The, and for the, some reason be, uh, the, go ahead. the the credit one um American flag one that uh, yeah. between him and Kyle Bush. That one is just a classic. I love that scheme. The Bowman um, scheme that he ran at the 600 that oh, I that believe was, was designed by the family of the soldier that was on his car. Oh, that I, was, I remember retweeting that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a really really cool scheme. I loved Boyer's scheme too. The uh the peak peak mm-hmm. scheme. Yeah. Peak has always been a really good like looking car, even when yeah. it was on the 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 two hundred mile an hour highlighter that was Paul Menard. It still looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot who else used to run that back in the day. I think it was probably still Menard in the fifteen. Probably. Um, I know mine back in the day, like when I first got into NASCAR, the reason I got into it was because of Ward Burton's twenty two Caterpillar. I was like, that is Ward. a good car. Ward, I love. It. He was my favorite driver, hands down. <laughs> oh, so Ward was one of our favorites because we either wanted him to win a wreck so he get interviewed because we just wanted to. Oh yeah, talk. <laughs> his interviews were great, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Oh, that's... we got to give a nod to Corey LaJoy's Daytona Five Hundred. 
Absolutely. Oh, that that one's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Are you gonna put your face on a car anytime soon? Uh, if somebody pays for it, I I sure hope not. <laughs> I sure as heck hope not. <laughs> oh, I would. I would absolutely love that. Love if we could, that. if we That'd could get the um, content. If we could get the uh, All Star package for next year and get you in a car with your face on it, we can turn you into like one of those dittos where it's just like the little like eyes or whatever. Oh, with, like the nostrils on the hood. Oh, yeah, those that would be freaky, but you would definitely stand out. That'd be something. <laughs> it's all about standing out, pretty much, in in those races. And yeah. Corey did a good wait, job with that. Wait, isn't isn't that a power line? Lyric? Stand out in front of the crowd. Oh yeah. man, I did that by accident. <laughs> Look at that. Perfect. Look what you've been planning in my brain. Thank you, Garrett. You're the man. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, there's just some some paint schemes that were out there, like. Uh, like the the cornflakes car, Terry Labonte. Classic, um, absolute classic scheme. That one was great. Obviously, the Rainbow Warrior. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for Jeff Gordon. The Country Time uh, Lemonade one stands out. Yeah, yeah. The, the Wrangler car. Um, I always, I, I, I'm always a fan of uh, the Miller Lite car because I always have some different messaging on the bumper. Yeah. So oh yeah, for sure. That's always cool. I'm looking uh, forward to see what Brad does for uh, Darlington. I don't think it's been announced yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, that his uh, throwback is always interesting. Yeah, and then just seeing all the throwback cars is just—it's so cool. I love that. That's my favorite weekend. Yeah, it's 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 and it's one of the most fun weekends because as serious as it is, and we still take it seriously, mm-hmm. it it it's kind of a an escape from just being in that like you know so serious box. It's just everybody kind of lets their hair down uh literally <laughs> and uh and just you just have fun with it like i i wore wigs the past three years i wore a fake mustache um, platform shoes i i gotta plan something this year i'm thinking of since it's 90s i'm thinking of frosted tips Ooh, oh my man God. bring it back i'll join yeah. you get guy fieri to sponsor you then that'd be sick <laughs> do, you, do you really think do you think keely would would let you do that absolutely She'd have to. <laughs> the Flavor Town Zero mobile. She's. I'll tell you what. She's gonna dress up too. So it's gonna be. Oh, nice. Be a, a whole affair. Yeah, it's I gonna be literally. Nice. I'm so excited already. So no, it's. Uh, I paint schemes are cool. And something that's kind of gotten lost in uh in in the years is and and it's tougher because the sponsors. You know, sponsors don't don't. You don't always have that that one paint scheme that's just iconic. You have all kinds of different paint schemes. So it's cool to see the differences in the paint schemes. Um, and then, you know, some of the teams that just kind of keep them the same year in and year out, just, just kind of as, as brand awareness or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of the more iconic schemes have been some of the more simple ones. I mean, the, the number three car is a very simple, like yep. the, 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 uh, the one in the nineties, sorry, the Wrangler one too is very simple too. And yep. that's another thing I loved uh, Daryl Waltrip's Budweiser and Bill Elliott's cores in the nine, in the eighties, they were just very simple, but bare, they stood out and I yep. loved it. Yeah, it was just I would have grown up being a DW fan. I could feel it, and it would have been really strange now with him in the booth. <laughs> have you ever gotten to uh, hang out with DW in the booth? Or no, um, I've I've texted with uh, Walter, uh, Michael Walter a couple okay. times, and I, I I've always had an interest in broadcasting, and because I I have a theater background, so I I, mm-hmm. I like that part of it, and it's something that I've I'm very much interested in at some point. Um, yeah, that. Means- and okay. and it's something that I really really want to do at, at at one point is to go up there and and at least see what's going on. 
see how everything works. So like Absolutely. the drivers only broadcast, that's that's always super fun to see. I would love to actually see you do that. That would be a lot of fun to get you pit so, road or even in the booth. Like I would love that. So my uh my girlfriend Keely, she works for the car store, which is a local late model series around here. Nice. And she so I went to Hickory after I think I was going to Martinsville. We were off in the Xfinity, so I was just Going to Martinsville, checking it out, and show up to the Cars Tour race, and it was super cool. So I went up to the booth. I knew somebody up there. They were like, "Hey, I'm the only one up here. Do you want to just jump on?" And I was like, "Sure." So I ended up, <laughs> I ended up calling uh, about a race and a quarter. Uh, That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and it was so much fun. I had MRN guys, Kyle Ricky, and and uh, and some of those guys tweet me like they were watching the broadcast and saying, dude, you're awesome. When can you get an MRN? Da, da, da. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever done this. No. <laughs> who's, uh, who's, who's that guy that was it? Lenny Batiki? Yeah. Lenny Batiki. Yep. I, I met him at, well, yeah, you were there, but I wonder if yeah. we could get something going on with him to get you in during like a cup race or something. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. So yeah, I a lot I, of fun. I have an interest in it. So I'll, uh, I'll have to reach out to him. So see, stemming, see if we can do that. Stemming off of that, I wanted to ask you, um, who's your like biggest like influence and in, in broadcasting and announcing? Like, do you have someone that you model yourself after or that you look up to as far as like announcers go? I, I think the reason that I got had an interest in it in the first place is that my favorite driver, Dale Jarrett, went up into the booth and started mm-hmm. calling races and, and started being on TV. So I think he's the first one that kind of got me into it and then I mean, there's nobody that I really model after. I, I love when Brad Kozlowski gets in the booth. I think <laughs> I think he does a really good job. Um, there's, Brad's got there's a good a sense of humor too. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he does, but then he does it in the right way. There's there's exactly. sometimes on TV when it's too much. So um, I think Dale Jr. does a fantastic job. Uh, I think I think it's uh, it's very genuine, and I think it's very organic. Um, I think Mike Joy does a great job. I Mike Joy is my favorite. Yeah, Mike Joy's great. I think Adam Alexander, I've kind of become friends with him. I think he does a great job in the booth. Um, and then some of those guys. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I've grown to appreciate Adam. I think he's fantastic. Like, he's yeah. he, he's grown on me the fat past and uh, few years. And the cool thing about Adam is he, he's, he's very much pro small teams. Yeah, I've noticed that. Because there, there, there hasn't been a time where I've been like, hey, this is a story we have going on. He's like, okay. And then, sure enough, at some point during practice or qualifying, he'll mention whatever we have going on. So it, it, it's very it's for small teams. It's it's hard to get that kind of coverage. But like Dave Burns is the same way. Kelly Stavis is the same way. Like like we're just very fortunate to have people like Garrett that can give us stories that we can pass on to the media and have that you know have the media help us out. Nice. All right. Um, Garrett, so obviously we've had Alex on the show multiple times. He was at first our guest, and now he is our third uh, co-host. So I got to know, um, you got any good Alex uh, stories so we can oh, roast gee. him later? <laughs> you knew this was coming. Well, oh, has, has he ever told you the story? And I forgive me for not knowing the track, but it's okay. Um, there was a hashtag, and the hashtag that, was hashtag uncontrolled crew member. <laughs> He Gary, has told you... us the story of how that happened. <laughs> Iowa, right? <laughs> no, it was Dover. I thought it was, Dover. was it Dover? Dover, yeah. That was one of my all-time favorite. I mean, he just he was going for that. Like, he was going to get that tire. 
Oh, and, yeah. and, and nothing was going to get in his way. And then it was just big tree fall hard. Just bam. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so like, so after that happened, I, I was like, all right, give it a couple of days. It'll, it'll wear off. It'll wear off. So then nope. <laughs> Christmas last year, Alan Kavana uses that video as his favorite moment from the season. <laughs> so it resurfaces again on like on Fox's uh, Twitter and Instagram. And then this year rolls around on that exact day. And <laughs> my wife shares it to my page again. I'm, oh, I'm don't worry. I'm going to tweet that at you anytime oh, I see it on my screen. Alex, it's, it's not going away. Just it's, accept it. Oh, so, it's not going away, man. For, for those that don't know what we're talking about, Alex does a lot of stuff at JD Motorsports, not just PR. But uh, during pit stops, he sometimes catches tires. All so, the time. <laughs> all, yeah, all the time. So, uh, there was a tire coming back, I think, from the right side. And the crew member, I think, just kind of pushed it a little bit, a little bit away. And he went to grab it and he hit the wall and just fell flat on his back. <laughs> and, and TV cameras guy, I think NBC got it and zoomed in. And said, "Hey, check that out!" And it just became this big <laughs> meme, and it was awesome. Fantastic. And, and oh. the thing is, the last time I looked at that video, which was like maybe three or four days after that had happened, it it had already accumulated over four hundred thousand views. Oh my god! Perfect. And then, and then on the way back from Charlotte or from Dover, my wife called me and said, "Oh yeah, by the way." Your fall made it onto the local Charlotte news. <laughs> that was like, fantastic. It's terrible. So, so, so I told I told that Alex story. I tell a good Alex story. Um, I'm I'm into Reddit, and uh, maybe a year or so ago, um, maybe a little bit more, I got Alex into Reddit, and he got JD Motorsports on there, and really did a really good job of of kind of you know really helping our following and and you know telling the Reddit community what goes on at JD Motorsports. And um, with all that said, Reddit did a really, really cool thing, and they put together a pizza party for all the JD Motorsports crew members. And uh, Alex kind of put that together. And, and without without what he does on Reddit, that wouldn't have happened. And that was a really, really cool moment for me just to have all that support from Reddit and for them to just go out on a limb and say, hey, we're just going to go ahead and buy – this whole team pizza and uh, it was it was a really cool moment. Oh yeah, no, I love the, yeah, uh, sure. the Reddit NASCAR community. It's it's def- I got into it in around <laughs> 2012, and it's just it, it's honestly reignited my love for NASCAR because around those um, late 2000s, I kind of started drifting away. The closer I got to college, and I was just like, as soon as I got there and I learned what Reddit was, I was like, oh man, this is, this is perfect. Get me back in this and. Now we have Alex on the show every week. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, Kevin, did you, were you trying to say something? I'm sorry, Kevin. I keep cutting you off like no. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to say anything. I thought you had a question. Listen to the, the, the Alex fail story. To be honest, <laughs> now, so it's Garrett, a great story. Garrett, it's a great video. I'm gonna post I, it. On I'm, I'm sure Garrett has multiple stories. I've been spending the last you? three minutes trying to look yeah. up the video and I can't find it. So yes, please. Uh, it's there. Get... Trust me. I, I I think I can find it. I, it's probably you have to go through the entire. No, race. no, uh, no. My wife, my wife knows like the exact phrasing to put into to YouTube to find it. <laughs> like 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 literally word for word, it's the first thing that pops up. Do you know that but, phrase? 
Yes, for for all the people listening, I'll continue to interview Garrett. You can be like me and wonder. So, Garrett, the podcast would like to know what is the exact phrase for me falling over the wall at Dover to type into YouTube. Oh, oh man, there we go. All right. Well, in the meantime, she's literally looking it up right now. In the meantime, um, it says on your Tell all Wikipedia that you played um different sports in high school. Did you play football? Uh, I didn't Thank play football. Friend. I didn't play in high school. But oh, you played, I played football. I played football in elementary school. Oh, and oh, okay, I, where the hits actually mattered. So I played. Um, I played. Uh, what's it? Flag football for a couple of years, and then I got to the to the point where I could have gone back and played flag football, or I could have gone up to what they call sea league which is tackle football yes i said oh, i'll try tackle football and that was the <laughs> last time that i ever put on a football helmet that was it um okay, so- i i loved baseball i loved baseball i loved okay. the game of baseball i wasn't a good hitter but i loved i loved playing baseball and i played all the way up until i think seventh grade um gotcha. and then now i i actually play on a on a co-ed softball team with my girlfriend so oh, really i didn't you know i've been there. trying to do that for a while in yep. tampa yeah, like, no, it's, it's so much fun. So much fun. I bet. Um, All right. So uh, my wife said it's NASCAR falling over a pit wall. And she said it's the very first video. All right. You hear that, guys? Go ahead and uh, trend that again real quick. No, post, let's not. Post it on our Twitter and our Instagram. Um, so I assume that you're a Braves fan then, Garrett. Uh, no. I oh. Pirate. I like the Pirates. Really? Okay, that's I'm, interesting. I'm from Pittsburgh, so. That, oh, that's fair. But okay, okay. I, I will say that I don't follow the MLB very closely. I just, I like, I like, go, I love going to games, and mm-hmm. I love watching the World Series yeah. and all that. But um, I, I don't really follow it too, too. I, 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 I'm more follow football and hockey. That's fair. You're, I, I assume then if you're a Pirates fan, you're. I'm a Steelers fan. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't know if we can be friends anymore because I'm a bandwagon (laughs) Browns fan now. Bandwagon Browns fan. The Dolphins have the Dolphins have disappointed me so much. I'm now a Baker fan. So I'll tell you, God, (laughs) God bless you for being a Browns fan. (laughs) My one of my best friends is a Browns fan, and I I absolutely tortured him during the 0 and 16 season. So I think now I kind of deserve it as a Dolphins fan. We're about to go 0 and 16, so it'll it'll be fun. Perfect. Um, So, um. Hypothetically speaking, if you could race any type of car, any at, even in any era, like what track would you like to race on anywhere in the world? Uh, I think Monaco is definitely like okay. high up on that list. I I, uh, I think that would be really cool. I've always wanted to race Monza. Okay, Monza is interesting because there's so many different one. formations. Yeah, I that's I like good one. I like Monza. Um, I've always, I've always wanted to race in real life on the Long Beach circuit. That um, is a very interesting circuit. I like I simulations that I run on it. It's yeah. a fun track. Like it really seems like a lot of fun. Very difficult to pass though. I, Same with Monaco. Well, you pick the tracks that is like more about qualifying. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we always, um, when I first started like quote unquote sim racing, I started with R Factor and I would just oh, run laps and laps and laps on on uh, Long Beach. So um that that was always a, a fun one. R Factor's um, really good. I'm 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 glad that you're very like, you know, 
knowledgeable about EDM and video games. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love R Factor. Um, I I play I Racing. I haven't played R Factor in years and years and years. I think they have like R Factor twos out now. But um, once I Racing came out, that was kind of it. Do you think that NASCAR uh, should look into buying the uh, Monza Oval and trying to get that going? <laughs> get some what, NASCAR in, in Italy in, in real life. In real life, yeah, they should, should refurbish it. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I run, that's ridiculous. So if you go to the old Cup car, I think it was like circa 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go and run that Monza Oval, and there's no plates, and you can go like 230, 240. Oh, in the holy corner. crap! Yeah, yeah, that's and a, it's, it's bonkers. It's insane, and like it's so tight, and like it's just it's crazy. It's so much fun. It, I have it, a question. It, it, uh kind of relating to out of the country racing so the Xfinity series what doesn't race outside the u.s right now i think trucks are the only people to right yes if you could go to one track outside of the u.s to race on what would it be like with the xfinity series yeah i think monza still works with the xfinity series i think logistically i would love to go back to montreal yeah I because agree. those Montreal's awesome those Xfinity races in Montreal were some of the best Xfinity races I've ever watched. Um, that last corner coming out, I think Blink mm-hmm. Forest said, and some of those guys, they would just drag race all the way down that, uh, yeah, that straightaway. Boris said, finish for the win. Yes, uh, Marcus Ambrose, um, I think Ron Fellows was in one. Like There was yep. there was some really, really, really good races there. Yeah. I love so, the road course races in Xfinity. I think that you guys honestly have like the better deal as the tracks you can go to, I feel like, with that. Um, road yeah. America, you guys do Road America, not Road yeah. America. Yeah, road, 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 road America is fantastic. Road America is a blast. Um Watkins Glen's pretty straightforward. Watkins Glen's more, more so a, a right turning oval than than anything. But <laughs> right, um, we won't have you on the show for that episode then. <laughs> what for Watkins Glen? <laughs> yeah, no, no right turns allowed. Absolutely not. That's right. But uh, no, it's I I think the Xfinity Series has has a really really good balance of of the the road courses that we run. I would yeah, love you to guys see you guys run. Make me jealous as like a primarily you know Cup Series fan. Um, that you get to go to Mid Ohio, Road America. Um, we actually go to a lot of really, really unique places. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Iowa is what I'm most jealous about. Like well, that's oh, well, yeah. I I was so cool to go to because you know we 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 get to go up there and, and we're kind of the big dogs, right? We're, yeah, <laughs> we kind of have have developed our own fan base up there. Where you know I, I've I have several fans that wear my shirts up there in in Iowa and. And it's like they're excited to see the Xfinity series up there because you know we're we're the biggest series up there, and and, got, and, yeah. and and they seem like that they're uh, much more knowledgeable about what happens in the Xfinity series and follow a little bit closely. So that's always a cool thing. Not to mention Iowa is such a fun track to run. Yeah, I bet. Um, all right, you got a little bit more time here, Garrett? Or yeah, yeah, I, I can do a few more minutes. Okay, perfect. I'll save the last question for when we're actually uh, finishing out here. Um, so. Usually, um, if you're not racing on Sunday, what are you uh, normally doing on Sundays then? Are you just like kind of hanging out of the track or do you like go out to watch the races or do you just like kind of like, no, I need to take some me time? Yeah, it, it depends on on what track. Um, like this past weekend, I, I, I went out to the 600 and, and stayed for about half the race. And, uh, you know, I, I usually try to go sit on the pit box of the 77 car and and I'm always listening on the scanner just to learn as much as I can. but 
Um, if it's not a track that that is in with driving distance, and if I'm not going to stay, uh, I usually just kind of take take Sundays off, just kind of chill out, relax, and uh, watch the race on TV, and then have the NASCAR app going to listen uh, to the to the the scanner sounds because I just I can't listen to races anymore without the scanner. So <laughs> it's just so common. <laughs> so like, yeah, you guys habitat. you guys may not know this because I mean obviously you don't work with Garrett like I do, or you, you know, you're not around him at the race track. Yeah. Sick brag, but, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm flexing hard, bro, but weird if, flex if, tape, but okay. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. But if, if you guys were to see Garrett at the racetrack, if there is a series on track, you'll see Garrett with his scanner and earphones in listening 100% of the time. I mean, most, like, how could you not game that? at that point? Yeah, most most of the time up on the holler, I try to watch as much as I can. But yeah, if I've if there's a series in, um, I was actually late to a flexible appearance, so I could go back to get my scanner to listen to the to the cars on track. So, um, <laughs> sorry, Flexio, but uh, uh, yeah, I I just I I'm a student of the sport. I just try to learn as much as I can, and and you know, just listening to the 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 guys that are out there every week and, and the, the veterans of our sport, you know, just talk about what their car is doing and talk about what the track's doing. That's going to help me for whenever the next time I'm on track. That's smart. Honestly, a real student. And you're just constantly learning at that point. You know, yeah. I respect it. Just, you know, fu- you know, the words of a future champion, right? I hope so. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> no, one day, man, I can't wait for that day. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Um, you know, are you uh, any other races uh, coming up on the schedule that we haven't talked about that you're looking forward to, or uh, all of them? I mean, people <laughs> people <laughs> ask me people ask me what my favorite track is, and I, you know, it's whatever one's next, right? <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. Uh, um, no, I I actually now you know since you you brought that up, this stretch of tracks I am really really excited for. Charlotte, I think is statistically either my best or second best track. Um, now, especially right now finishing 17th there. And I think we have, uh, we finished 14th there last year, my rookie season, we finished 16th. So statistically the Charlotte oval is, is one of my best tracks. I think statistically um, Talladega is your best track. Cause you've led laps and I think you finished top five. Was it top five there or at Daytona? Daytona was top Daytona. five, but I think, okay. I think Talladega, I have the better finishes because I think I have a 12th, a 13th, a 12th and a 21st maybe. All right. Let's get you so. the top five there at Dega. I actually want to ask you about the restrictor plate. So it, it seems like, you know, you're in the middle of the pack there. It, it's got to be like absolutely nerve wracking being in there, right? Like that's just like you, you like that's like Bristol probably where you're just not breathing. You're just kind of like driving on nerves there waiting for someone to like, you know, either give you a lane or not mess up, right? Yeah, it's just it's waiting for the ticking time bomb because you know that, <laughs> that people are going to wreck. You just don't know when. Um, I mean, Daytona probably wasn't stressful considering you guys played follow the leader for 60 laps, but no. yeah, probably the worst race that I've ever been a part of. So I, I was embarrassed <laughs> to be part of that race. Well, you heard uh, it, here first. it was, it was awful. Um, I feel bad for the fans, but really that, that was our plan was to, was, we thought that it was going to be a crazy race. We thought that, that it was going to be Rex and we really, you know, for us, we're taking those cars and we're racing them three times a year. So we don't want to go to, mm-hmm go to daytona wreck it and then have to rebuild it a few months later for talladega 
yeah. Talladega to the second Daytona is a little bit further apart, but still, you 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 want to make sure that you're that you're uh, you know you have these cars back in one piece. So I will say Talladega, we were a little bit more aggressive, and we we found ourselves in the top fifteen for most of the race. And and had we had a little bit more motor, we probably could have ran uh, top ten pretty easily. Um, but Talladega this year was kind of cool because it was on my birthday, and and you know we Sweet. came home no issues in one piece. And then the set, the the final Daytona is always going to be crazy because it's the last restrictor plate for us, and mm-hmm. everybody knows that we're not going to need those cars until February of the following year. So uh, that's always uh, always the, the 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 craziest restrictor, restrictor plate race in Xfinity for sure. Well, okay, as long so, as you're nowhere near the 60, I think you'll be fine during the Daytona race. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick before Garrett gets off, one of my favorite memories since we're talking about restricted plate races is last year at Daytona, where Garrett, I don't, I don't think Garrett was even in the top 10 at, at the final restart. But by the end of the race, with only a couple laps to go, he finished P5. Yep. And after the race, I posted a picture of him. He's just sitting on the cooler after the race, just responding to text messages and tweets. Like, I don't think a lot of drivers do that. No. No. Real down to earth guy. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, I got to give him credit where credit's due. Well, I, you know, for me, it's it. I I honestly, you know, probably shouldn't shouldn't be here. Um, I had a lot of things go against me and. I had a super late start. I started when I was 15 and, um, you know, didn't, didn't have the money behind me and didn't, didn't, I didn't know anybody in racing. When I, when I started racing, I was a first generation racer and we just, you know, me and my dad and family, we just kind of started going Bandolero racing and, and I had to, you know, find the sponsors and kind of do it the old fashioned way and, uh, you know, kind of grassroots and, um, it, I'm just so, so fortunate to be in the, in the position, the position that I'm at and I'm, and I'll never take it for granted. And, and I, I just, I have fun with, with everything that I'm doing. Cause, um, you know, I, you know, tomorrow it could all be taken away. So I, I try mm-hmm. to have fun every single, every single race that I'm part of and, and try to make the best of it. Perfect. Well, we know that you got to get going. So I just want to ask you one last question. We ask this to yeah. all our guests, even if I forget. Um, if you could go back in time and see any racing moment in person, what would it be? Dang, that's such a good question. That is a really good question. Thank you, co-host, and thank you, Garrett. Uh, any racing in across in NASCAR or across any? any racing? Like you can pick anything. I mean, usually, racing. you know, people usually uh, pick like NASCAR moments, but I know for me, it's like there's a lot of moments throughout motorsport history that are really cool, and I would have loved to have seen in person. Minus, you know, well, okay, before I before I answer. What's your answer? Well, what would you go see? Oh man, I, I I can't remember what I said the first time. Now I think I said Talladega 2000, but I I might be wrong. No, I said Talladega 2001. Um, when the uh the the race that Bobby Hamilton won because oh, yeah. that was like the one of the last caution free races, and I think there had to have been 70 to 80 lead changes without the uh, tandem racing. So for me, like that era of Daytona and Talladega racing was like my favorite. And I would have loved to have gone back in time and see that. I mean, other than that, obviously, you know, 70, uh, 79, 500. Um, trying to think other ones that I, oh, obviously, you know, the Bristol night race where uh, da- between Dale and uh, Terry would have been awesome to see in person. You, you know, I'm, I'm going to go in a little bit different direction here. I'm, Hit me with it. I would love to go back in time and see my, 
my very first win. Okay. I would love to go see that and just to see like the absolute joy that was on my face. And um, I think that'd be really cool. For the fans that might not know that off the top of the well, when was that? That was July 4th, uh, 2008. Oh, nice. Wow. So, uh, and that was, the, it was at uh, at Landmark Speedway in Abandolero. That's awesome. Wow. Sweet. Home track. I was going to mention yep. earlier, you're kind of like Vanny Martin Truex Jr. having multiple home tracks there. <laughs> you know, well, see, we... see it, you know, kind of, you know, ballooning on that point. So I have Atlanta, I have Pocono. Um, I have a ton of family in Kentucky, so it always feels like a home track to go back to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then technically, the closest track that I race at in proximity to Ligonier, Pennsylvania, which is where I grew up, Pennsylvania, is Mid-Ohio. Oh, okay. Well, so I could pick, you know, on a, on any day, just five tracks right off the bat. <laughs> Perfect. All right, there we go. So no, <laughs> hey guys, adversity and we got you. I appreciate you guys having me on. I had a blast. Thank you so much, Garrett. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming We're, around. This is awesome. Officially recurring guest, Garrett Smithley, driver of the number zero <laughs> JDM Motorsports <laughs> vehicle in the uh, Xfinity Series. We'll make sure to get you out a shirt there before even me or Kevin or Alex gets one. So for sure, yeah. medium. We'll, we'll get you an LTL one. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. And um, hey, I had a lot of fun, and I would love to come back. Awesome. Right, I appreciate awesome. it, Garrett. Thank you for coming by. Thanks, thanks guys. a lot, buddy. I'll see you this weekend. Yeah, man. Garrett, Garrett Smithley, what, what an awesome dude. I can't believe that Garrett came through. That was really, really cool. Shouts out, Alex. He's done so yeah, much for this podcast. Like, I may have started this thing. I may have learned how to edit on my own and, you know, all that nonsense. But Alex has been doing all the legwork as far as getting us Garrett, getting us, like, like the recognition and people to, like, you know, actually pay attention to the podcast. So, Alex, just, you know, wanted to stroke the ego a little bit. Thank you, man. We appreciate no, it. We still are going to roast you, but, you know. Well, I mean, if you guys are friends, too. If you guys didn't yeah. roast me, then this wouldn't be L- LTLN. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the loud noises would just be, you know, the noises of indie cars I throw in randomly into the episode. Or the music but, that I put in the beginning. <laughs> actually, you know, you know what? I like Sometimes I'll listen to our podcast, even though I, I hate listening to myself. I've but actually you, grown to like the way I sound. I'm, I just think my voice sounds so stupid. <laughs> Everyone feels that way until they yeah. actually, I, like, you know realize like hey everyone sounds goofy to themselves like i just i feel like such an <laughs> such an idiot <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay I, we have video footage for for I that i mean but but the thing is like you know i'm i'm yeah i might be the one with the connections and, and getting drivers and stuff but i mean when you really think about it it's it's you two that have the stats that that know the history and and everything you know so i think all it's of so us working to say that about kevin because kevin's just started watching this like less than 10 years ago i feel like oh dude like i've but, but like still. my first memory one of my earliest memories like in my entire entire life is the 2004 daytona 500 like ever since that i've been watching. best race man. but but still i mean all of us working together to make this right. podcast what it is 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 what makes it so special and so unique is we all have a different perspective. Like, exactly. Like you know, you guys, you guys like Joey Logano. I don't like Joey. Logano. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, just awesome job there, Alex. And, you know, definitely I'd love to get Garrett back on. I'm going to get him. A, I'm going to get him a shirt. We're, we're, I'm working on the T-shirt still. And Dude, trust it, me, better, I, it better be a sick design. It's probably going to be very basic because I'm a basic human being. Oh, OK. Well, that. All right. Good. So for the rest of the episode, let's go ahead and hop on into the weekend. I mean, guys, what what a weekend we got. And even if I didn't get to watch the races live. It is fantastic. Like, I, oh, fantastic. Man. You all wake up for Monaco? Huh, I, did. I did. Yeah, I I, was, actually, uh... I actually went to the pool and watched it at the pool. My oh, wife was uh, tanning, and I was tanning next to her, and I was watching the F one race, and it was just a stellar, I'm... stellar day. I, I turn I was... on the I turn on the broadcast. First thing I hear is ninety percent chance of rain, and I'm like, hold up, this is gonna be a fantastic day. Then you see the rain, rain. <laughs> but like, it's like... okay. People in the in the race were, or on pit road were like, "Oh, it's raining." It never looked like it was raining on track. Yeah. No, it didn't. It didn't. But I think when, like, if we're actually gonna get into like the actual race itself, is that so? Uh, from the last podcast, I picked Sebastian Vettel to win. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, I agree, but him sitting third, you know, halfway late, you know, later into the race, and not having an opportunity to pass. As as a fan, that just that crushed me inside because I think Vettel had the better car. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's, it's just Monaco's such a tight track yeah. that you really have to time each pass. I read I read a stat that like it has now been is either twenty three or twenty four years where a legitimately legitimate green flag pass for the lead at Monaco has occurred. That's bonkers. Are you serious? Like, not like that doesn't include like pit strategy or like, I don't there's know. There's no way car. it's been 23 years because I feel like, like a legit, like, go up and pass the guy for the there, lead. 2003, I feel like Barrichello and Schumacher got into a little spat coming out of the tunnel and, and took the lead. Uh, that, I mean, that's the stat I read. Um, I know, up, that, I know that Jensen Button in like 2005 when he was running for Renault, I think, got into an accident coming out of the tunnel. Like, battling for the lead but i mean hmm. that's that's a crazy stat i i can't believe that just like straight up and going past on the leader i i mean i honestly i can believe it because like we like hamilton was on you know the medium tires for yeah. 60 His laps and they were, were shot oh, and yeah. he held off verstappen who looked like every time going into the i don't know what they call it the uh the, the hairpin, hairpin whatever it's called like the turn that you cannot use gas at all yes like i was like oh he's gonna pass in this lap i was gonna pass in this lap because it's like he just had so much momentum and one time he got like side by side with him but lewis just had the run off and he can never match with like three to go had a good run coming out of the tunnel but then it just just kind of yeah and pass. i mean i don't think hamilton gave him any room there and i mean obviously hamilton can't just give him the lane to pass him you know no. but like I mean, even if Verstappen makes that pass, he's not making up five seconds on. Um, exactly. Well, honestly, I think he. I think he might have been able to. I don't think with three mm, to go, he could with, have. With te- I think eight to go is a cutoff. I said it. Yeah. Ago, like if he doesn't get around him at some point here, he's not winning this race. Like, yeah. And that's unfortunate. He had the five second penalty. FIA was in the right with making that call. It's just a tough call because, like, yeah. you know, you don't want to hold him in the pits to lose two positions on pit row because he's going to lose it to Botas. And Botas actually had the faster car than Hamilton. I think Botas would have actually been able to pass Hamilton for the race lead at some point. Either 
like race orders or, you know, and that's probably why like the Mercedes pit crew was not letting Hamilton come in the pits was because Botas was so far back. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Monaco is such a tough race. Like I love it, but I hate it. It's like, I, I thought about like for next year, like, am I going to get up and watch this race? Oh, I will. Probably. I probably will. And I'll probably be saying the same exact thing. Like, wow. Like, why did I do that? Especially towards the end of the Coke 600 where I was like, okay, I've now been up for almost, I don't know, 13 hours, 14 hours, and like just been doing nothing but watching racing. And I was actually out in the sun too, swimming in the pool between breaks. I was, I was beat. But it's okay. Both our, both our brains were turned to mush at that point. The only difference yeah. is having mine destroyed by Alice in Wonderland. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shouts out God is Woman. Um, so yeah, I mean, Monica was fun, but, uh, you know, it's it's a shame that's like pretty much the only race I got to catch. Um, because I mean, the Indy 500 looked really fun. Like the at least like the last twenty laps looked like a blast. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, the last I will say that race did take a while to get going. I think no one passed uh, Pagano. Like besides, we dude, know that strategy. Indy 500 race was nasty. Mm-hmm. No, like it, like oh my gosh. The last couple laps. Oh yeah, last I, couple they, laps are great. But they like, have the such first... a good drafting package in there, where it's just like almost anyone could win it, but you also have to understand how to time it right. Like, yeah, like it's the, not exactly, just like exactly. random skill. Like you know, obviously drivers at Talladega and Daytona skill to be able to make passes, but I mean, like you know, at, at Indy, you have to have the skill to make those moves. Because mm-hmm. I mean, coming into that last turn, like like Rossi had. Pagano. He should have passed Pagano there coming out of like the back stretch. Oh, Just yeah, like sure. if you throw your car into that corner with Pagano, you're probably either wrecking yourself or you're wrecking both of each other and having a really violent crash there. So I mean, yeah. Rossi but, Ro- Rossi just had to think like make a split second decision like what do I do here and it's just but you know, even, hope for the best. Even late into the race, Takuma Sato. Yeah, I thought he was right going to steal there. that. He was yeah, right, Sato was right at the end. Driver. God, yeah, could have won a second 500 there. No, I was like, Pagano led like pretty much the first 75%. And then on a restart, uh, Newgarden got by him. And I was like, wow, there was actually a pass for the lead. And then Pagano passed him right back. And I'm like, okay, he does mm-hmm. have a good car. And then Rossi, yeah, was making his way up. And then he had that pit road uh, issue where, the, where they like couldn't fuel it or something. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah once the, he passed him, I was like, pump, he got that. The pump failed. It was, it was a mechanical issue on the pump. <clears throat> Because I, I remember watching it, and my wife was like, "Was that was that the fuel guy's error, or something else happened?" I said, "No," because he you could tell he plugged it, and he plugged it good the first like four or five mm-hmm. times. Yeah. So. But yeah, those final twelve laps after the uh, the big wreck were they were just throwing haymakers each lap. I'm upset to see. I didn't even know about the big wreck. I'm upset to see that Bourdais was in it. Yeah, it, like Graham uh, Rahal had a run on him, um, but where were they you know, running? So you can rip my heart out. Uh, I want to say like top ten. Ah, yeah, 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 they were like they were like seven to eighth and ninth, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, might have been. Yeah, I didn't like, get any of my picks right this weekend, so whatever. Yeah, I, was, I don't think any of us did. I well, was, I mean, you got your Monaco pick, so congratulations I got Monaco. on the safe pick there, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. No whatever. One, no one picked the Indy 500 right. I think that the closest we got was I think, um, I had Will Power got fifth. So Will Power got fifth. Ed Carpenter got sixth. So Methy would have been close. 
and then you got Marco and Mark. Oh, what? You know, Mar- Where did Marco finish? He like, was in that rack, like eight, eighteen. Oh. All right. No, he wasn't. Yeah. That was um, that was Veach. Ah. No, he, he he like when I finally like got to the pool and started watching, he was already in like twenty first. He's in twenty. He, was, he finished twenty sixth. Yeah, he was two laps down. down. Yeah, I finished five laps down. Yeah, there was a clear. There was a clear cut like five cars that you're like, all right, this they can win the race. It was Pajot for sure, Rossi, Newgarden, Sato at the end, and then um, Dixon. He had some like cool fuel strategy thing going to where he could have lucked out if everything played out right. But besides that, it was kind of yeah. Okay, now, well, you, you want to wow. move on to the six hundred? Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, did you guys actually see? For next year, the like there, or I guess it's no, I guess it's actually in motion. Like it's a new uh, design for the cars next year. It looks really cool. I they seen put, that yet. They put a windshield over the the front of it. Oh, the Indy, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. looks like it's like a halo with a windscreen over it. I don't yeah, know. Like it. I, I'm I'm all for it if it if it implies <laughs> driver safety. But apparently, like Aston Red Bull um was the one who like debuted it, and it's like yeah. I guess they're coming into the sport next year. No, I yeah. think it's just. Then I mean, it's Red, Red Bull, Bull Tech, but it's not going to be a Red yeah. Bull team or anything. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I miss the old Red Bull cars in the early two thousands. What was that, Alex? They they talked about that new new uh, design during the broadcast. Oh yeah, I I, I mean it looks loud. I, I like the look of it. I know most people hate the Halo, and I I didn't like the look of it aesthetically, but. Um, obviously it serves a great purpose as we've seen, but like, I actually think the indie windscreen halo thing doesn't look too bad. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't really care about cosmetics as it saves drivers lives. Like, yeah. Like, as I long think as we never have another Wilson incident again. Like, yeah. I, I think especially, that. I really don't care what it looks like now, just because we've seen two yeah. deaths this decade directly because of no head protection. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like no saving Weldon, but yeah. <clears throat> well, no, because his head hit the head hit, hit the post. He probably he definitely would have been injured. Um, but that's the thing that that took him was his head hit a post, and if there's something that hits that first, not his head, who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you so you're here nor there, I guess. So yeah, yeah. the Coke Six Hundred. I watched the replay of that, dude. What what in the world was going on with that track? Like it- every <laughs> like everyone's going into the wall. Like all four of the Gibbs cars had trouble. Toyota Actually, all seven up. of the Gibbs cars had trouble this weekend. Four, four out of the four out of the five hit the wall. The only one that uh... De Benedetto, oh, De got into the wall. No, oh, Kyle yeah. Busch. No, Kyle. I think Kyle Busch like kissed it. He didn't get it from so a tire. All, that was just so on him. All, all eight yeah. of them, I guess technically, if you're counting, yeah, because all the Xfinity cars also. Had... <coughs> yeah. So I, I, I think they they missed something. On their setup, I don't yeah, know. That, that, looked, that looked crazy. I mean, Eric Jones absolutely just went like he must have blew, like he blew blew a tire, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, all, yeah. all of them did. Except, it's just well, Truex Jr. Crazy. He didn't blow a tire, but the tire the tire went down. It didn't mm-hmm. blow yeah. out like that we conventionally hear about. It it, it went down, which is why he got. I just don't remember Charlotte eating tires the way it was eaten. No, yeah, it, I don't know it, what it, they it, did with this it, like new packages. We I haven't mean, seen fall off, but there was fall off. There was pit strategy and every this race had it all. 
Yeah, this but, was a good 600. Like, we we, I, we got a race where it was like, yeah, Truex led over 100 laps, but he wasn't the most dominant car. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. like, we weren't picking him to win it at the end. I know you said that Kyle Busch had this in the bag coming to that I final. Thought he did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, anyone yeah. would. Like, he's been the best driver this season. So, I mean, and now Truex is <laughs> looking like the best true. driver this season. Yeah. Yeah. Truex but, has won three races, lost five. Like, that's pretty yeah. good. But the one thing, the one thing I remember is I was watching the race. And it, it, for me, and that this is, I'm speaking about me just in general. I thought, I was like, what is going on? There's caution after caution after caution, which I guess the fans do want to see. But me being me, I was like, I want to see actual racing, not. We were, we were on pace after stage one to break the, the record. For yeah. most cautions in a race, twenty-two, right? Twenty-two or twenty-one in the two thousand five edition. We had six yeah, in the first hundred laps. Like a ridiculous race where I mean they had twenty-one cautions. There was another race a couple years that had twenty-two. Ooh, I think it's like Kansas or something. It, 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 I just it was I don't know. I I thought the overall race was very very good. Oh, now, I enjoyed the hell out of it. What what really made me upset? Really made me upset is Larson finally was putting together a race. Oh, I was so pissed. Finally putting together a race. And then that happened. He got up a third on that. He had like a Kyle Larson with a blinding restart. Shout out Lee Dippy. And then uh, got up a third. <laughs> and then, yeah, that next one, he just lost it under Clint Bar and had that huge wreck. Yeah, that was a really scary and, wreck. And at that point, I like, I. I really just wanted to turn off the TV because <laughs> it's just man, it's, it's so it's so frustrating because he's he's ha- he hasn't had the best season. He wins no. he wins the All Star race. Now he's got momentum going. You're you know he's running really really well. He's running top ten all day, and then that happens, and you're just like ah, why. Why bother anymore? It's just frustrating. Like this season has been so f- as like we've I, had I like Kyle the story Larson of the season. Like, just a NASCAR fan, it's frustrating. The story of the season has been like, wow, that was a surprisingly good race. But then the winners are kind of I'm not gonna say blue ball, but like it's like oh, like I thought someone else who would probably be you know like a more popular winner, like a Bowman or a Blaney or something like that, would have won. The cream of the crop always rises to the exactly, and which you know, I don't have a problem. It's going to continue that. to happen. Like yeah, I, at all. I was looking at the Sports. standings. Like three drivers, or is it four? Keselowski, Truex, and Bush all have three wins. Is there? Mm-hmm. There's no other driver that has three wins, right? No. Denny yeah. has two, and then Chase Denny and Jones have one. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, like you know, we haven't had that many different winners for the most part, and I feel like Chase has probably been the most popular win, unless you're me, who who likes Denny Hamlin. Um, but Ooh. you know. I mean, hey, I'm, I, I, you know, I know where my bread is buttered, and I, you know, Hamlin was my first, like, you know, post Ward Burton, like, you know, okay, I like this guy. You know, I still root for Blaney, and I still root for Larson, I still root for Elliott, but like when when Denny wins, I'm like, all right, I feel yeah. good about this. I like seeing Denny in victory lane. He's it's one of my favorite guys. So Denny um, Hamlin wrecked about five times during that race. Yeah, I think yes. it was about time he just destroyed the car at the end. You know, he yeah. he probably was just like, you know what, I feel an itch on my hand, like, you know. You know, you know, that like that's gotta hit. be the he most took a hard hit though into that wall. Oh yeah, that's gotta be the most frustrating thing. Like you literally run 
399 and a half laps with a relatively clean miles. car and just junked it on the last lap. He had his own fault, too. At least that's what I saw. You guys, yeah. uh, you guys listen to the Radioactives at all? <laughs> I love Radioactives. It was great this week. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Because I was listening to Larson Scanner when he's talking about Bubba. He's like, if if he gives me a if he sticks his hand out the window one more time, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm wrecking. <laughs> yeah, that was something I wanted to bring up later, but I I guess we'll bring it up now. Like, I don't know what's been going on like the last couple of weeks, but drivers seem more pissed off at each other, which is a great thing. Yeah, because I don't know what's it's hot. I guess, but like, I mean, we've seen at the All Star race what's happened, but like. Even teammates, like, Blaney is, like, just about cussing out Logano for racing him hard. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Here, here's another radio bit. Um, when, who was it, the 38, David Reagan, mm-hmm. was restarting second or third or something? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, and, he was and, first. Yeah, yeah, he was and, the leader, and Truex and, wanted him to get out of the way, yeah, and so Reagan's like, I, No. I actually know his spotter, Rocky Ryan, pretty well. Shouts out. And what he said on the radio is literally the exact same thing he would, like, that wasn't played up. He wasn't, you know, trying to, to put on a show. That's really who he is. He's he's as much of a racer as the guys driving the car. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, and, so, and that's just—I expect that from Truex to say something like that after all, like his complaints about slower cars and like yeah, lap traffic. Yeah. But but did you he notice got that into a spat but, with a lap car in the race, did he? Yeah, like, he's the fifty-two, the fifty-two yeah. Bailey Curley. But the thing is, David Reagan, even after that restart for the next twenty, thirty laps, still held his own. He was still in the top ten. Yeah. So oh, there, yeah. there was there was no reason why he should have gone to the back. Just because you're not a, a Hendrick, a Penske, a Gibbs, Stuart Haas, what have you, doesn't mean you don't deserve to be up there. David Reagan has won two races, and like even though they're at Talladega, that's more than some drivers on the circuit can say. So I mean, exactly, you know, like, exactly. David's earned his respect, and David has definitely like earned his service time to like you know be oh, able yeah. to be up there. It's like you know he's got to continue to prove himself because I mean you never know what can, opportunity can knock on your door at any given time. Oh yeah, and you know if David you know somehow managed to keep that car in the top five who knows what kind of doors that would have opened for david there when so. he was when he was restarting first i immediately my mind immediately went to regan smith 2011 darlington yes i was like a guy on old tires and a crown jewel event can he actually do it he did not but still like that's great tv time for that small it, exactly and sometimes that's exactly what you gotta do yeah mm-hmm. now i think who was it the uh 2016 Xfinity Series Championship race where the one guy stayed out. It was Dylan Lupton or something. Yeah, yeah. Where Eric Jones car. got screwed. I think that's you know it's like it's you're, it's the championship race. Like have some race etiquette, but like when you're, it's not even in the playoffs. It's like, dude, we're trying to win this thing. We're trying to get in. Like, yeah, I didn't Jones no still win that. the championship that year? No, Suarez. Uh, oh, that was Suarez. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh yeah, no, I can understand that. You know, Elliot Sadler, obviously, he had every right to be upset in, like, 2017, I think that was. Yeah, with um, the, was it Priest? It was Priest, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I get it. Like, I'm a Priest <laughs> fan, but, like, you know, I get it. 
you know, they're not racing for a championship, but he's like, oh, I'm racing for the constructors. It's like, oh, yeah. or owner's championship. It's like, well, you know, that's, that's yeah. cool. The owner's championship's neat, but you know what else is neat? The actual championship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I remember that. I actually remember that race very, very well. <laughs> it was a good race. It was a good race. I had fun with that one. Um, <laughs> anything else go on uh, Sunday that I was um, uh, not able to remember? Um, uh, we had a four wide pass for the lead with four to go in a crown yeah, jewel. Yeah, that was that lit. Was, yeah, I was lit. like, that save that Truex had as Logano was pushing him out of four was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, it was I, probably um, the first race this year. And I don't know if it was the tires or just the, the track was super hot and slick, but like we had guys spinning out on their own, like sideways. Like, we it was definitely like the heat. In this, this race do not even like tire issues, just like straight up wrecks, and we probably have it every other mile and a half combined this year. So Yo, oh, you guys, go, you, go ahead. you guys probably aren't going to believe this, but no, we won't. Our our dear friend BJ McLeod raced all six hundred miles on four sets of tires. That's oh. no, he did what? what? I'm sorry. That, that, I beg your that, pardon. What? That is that is the rumor that I have heard, and and How it's is it from, a rumor. I feel like someone should know this. And and it's, I mean, you <laughs> here. Let me. I guess I'll text him real quick. Yeah, please go ahead and flex a little harder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which car was he? Because no, Curry was in the fifty-two. The, the they got taken out by Truex. He's in the fifty-three. Okay. Who's in the fifty-one then? Oh, Cody. 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 Oh, he, he didn't even rate. He only got to lap 51. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Benedetto Jones crashed. Landon crashed. Ross had a suspension. Oh, I'm sorry, oil cooler. Ross, unfortunately, had a uh, suspension. Then we had a bunch of crashes. Yeah. Dude, Stenhouse, top, top five on merit at a mile and a half track. Yeah, no, that's good for Stenhouse. He needs he needs to have good points races at this point. Yeah, if he's I, not going to win t- Daytona, which I, at this point I'm not oh. sure. That just jogged my memory. That just jogged my memory about something about the six hundred. Did you okay. see? Did you see? Uh, I think it was Logano. He was trying to close in on, but he was trying to wreck Logano, yeah. remove him, and whiff. <laughs> okay, he did that on both Logano and Bush. Bush was more obvious because they played that uh, live, like they were following that battle, and he, he just saw him swing and miss. So I, I saw on radioactive. His thing with Logano. Yeah, <laughs> it was so like, like I understand. I I completely like understand his position. Like yeah. you just want to you want to tap them just so they get loose enough that they got to chase it so you can get by. But when you swing in a miss like that, that was like uh, I can't remember the year. That was like when Danica tried to wreck Landon Castle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, that was at that was at like Kentucky or Kansas, I think. And and took took herself out. Yeah. That was hilarious. I, I was saw like, Stenhouse right after he got spun by Bush in the first stage, which he kind of moved up. Like I, I think that's more of a racing deal. But he literally said on the radio, he was like, "Y'all, y'all better tell them fans in the grandstands to move back or because once I get to Kyle, it ain't gonna be pretty." And I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> and nothing came of it. Uh, but like, still, great top five run for Ricky Stenhouse. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And shout out to uh, Nos Energy. Who is now a primary sponsor in that car? Two races this oh, year. Oh, nice! Yeah, you know that they moved up to Cup. Yep. 
They they were they've been with him for a long time with his uh dirt track team. Yeah, but, I remember that. Because they're they are uh under monster. Um, so that's why it's allowed. I don't think we'll see anything else like Red Bull or whatever. Because they Red apparently Red Bull was trying to get on the forty eight. Um that would have been really cool. That forty eight yeah, would have been yeah. so nice. Maybe we'll see uh next yeah. year them hop on or somewhere. I, w- I would love to see Red Bull back in it. Yeah, Red oh, Bull yeah. always but, has great. Teams are always so clean. Like most but, of my fourth cars are Red Bull cars. But be, believe it or not, there's you, oh, man, they'll, I, they'll never return to NASCAR until Monster leaves the sport. Oh well, yeah, obviously it's why like a lot yeah. of the until Monster leaves or until Monster is not the title sponsor. Yeah, no, yeah, when well, Monster is not I the meant. title sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, mean, yeah. That's that's the re- that's the big reason they were uh they yeah, didn't do non- it. It's a non-competitive yeah. uh, clause yeah. Yeah. in the contract. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened with uh, Nextel when. They- to the sport and like Altel yeah. and Singular Wireless and God, who was the other one? There was another one in the series. I know Verizon wanted to move up to Cup and they couldn't. They they had to stay in the Expandy camp yeah. for uh, Penske, That's and cute. that would have been nice to have seen them move up. But I mean, yeah, it, it happens. But you know, I get it. You know, I, I like Monster staying in the sport and being the title sponsor. It's, it's good for the sport. So, and I've been <laughs> oh, drinking sure, a lot man. of Monster, and you know, I'm definitely uh, jacked on energy. Let me tell you that. Um. God, what else was there? Oh, um, William Byron got a top ten. Good for Will. All of Hendrick got a top ten. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. Wait, first that time since uh, first time since Texas of 2016 that every Hendrick Motorsports car. I mean, that's good. Yeah. That's good for Jimmy. He's starting to get more top tens. He's really starting yeah. to like you know, be more. He, consistent. He's coming around. He's definitely even, coming around. Even crazier about Hendrick. If the playoffs were to start right now, every single one of their cars would be in. That's really good for them. I had no clue Byron was having that. Consistent of a point series, fifteen. Yeah, Larson's on the cut line. Looks like, yeah. According to this, yeah, Jones, Jones is, is out. Jones is out. Stenhouse is out. Who would be? I mean, Suarez has just placed himself right there in the middle now. Yeah. So, dude, if Larson did, does not make the chase, wow. Yeah. They interject be... real quick. BJ confirmed that he did race the entire six hundred on four sets. That's bonkers. Wow. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Bonkers. Tell him I love his hair. That's I'm not right. <laughs> hey, Tell him. No. Hey, well, give him a real comment. Like, mad respect from the co-hosts of the show. That's <laughs> unreal. Like, I can't believe that he managed that. Like, good call on his team, I guess. I mean, holy crap. Um. All right. So yeah. Um. Y'all want to preview some Pocono? Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, um, Alex, you still got time? Uh. Yeah, I got a few minutes. Okay. Well, first of all, our girl Haley Deegan's gonna be racing. So Ooh. when yes. uh when is that race? Is I'm looking right now. I think that's on Thursday. No, uh, they wanna race Thursday. Oh wait, yeah, there's no trucks this weekend, I think. Yeah. Um Arca's schedule. But yeah, she's racing and dope, by the way. Like it's really nice looking. Like I like that IK9 sponsor. It's very patriotic looking. Oh, it's great. Um, so yeah, hopefully she does well. I really would like to see her, uh, you know, have a good finish, you know, top well, 10 will be excellent. Speaking um, of, uh, IK9, fun. speaking of IK9, throwing it back to Charlotte real quick, Jeffrey Earnhardt, third place finish on Saturday. Career best, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And also congrats yeah. to Tyler Reddick who won the race that we didn't even talk yeah, about. Yeah, we didn't even talk, touch Xfinity outside of, you know, talking to about it, but yeah, yeah. no, I mean, shouts out Tyler, shouts out Saturdays with the boys. I mean, that's why he keeps winning. It's that helmet. Brandon the Goat Jones blew a tire and still got a top ten. So yeah, Brandon like had a huge comeback there. I thought that he had a chance, honestly. I was, you know, 
just huge shout out to Brandon. He needs finishes like that. Um, let's see here. Where? What year is it? What year is it? Um, it is 2019 right now. As far as like <laughs> the racing goes this weekend, uh, I mean, I'm very excited to. Uh, it's on FS on May 31st, which I don't. What what day is that? That would be Friday. Um. Oh, Nolan just texted us. Really yeah, proud of you. Oh, wow. Nolan is such Shut a up, Nolan, Nolan is just the most supportive like spouse we can have right now. Wait, what is he? <laughs> what is he proud of us for? For for Garrett. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, hey, I'm proud of us too. So yeah, the race is on for Arca. Then Saturday is Xfinity. I mean, that should be a good race. I'm really excited. I don't think any Cup guys are. That one, if I'm I think Austin Dillon said it was well, so that. no cup guys are in it, so okay. Um, no <laughs> guys that really can compete for the victory, he's yeah. just gonna quit after 100 and 110 laps again. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't quit, but like, I mean, that was a tough scene. Like, yeah. you don't want to obviously get carbon monoxide poisoning when driving, that's really scary. Yeah, um, so at the so I have some unfortunate news for this weekend, and in, in oh man, sad news. I will, I will not be able to watch any of the Arca or Xfinity race, but I'll catch, I think, the last, like, stage maybe of the cup race. Because I, tomorrow being Thursday, I'm actually flying to Asheville, North Carolina. With, what? Uh, You're going to be in oh, my nice. neck of the woods? Yeah. I'm oh, nice. With, uh, I was just there, like, a month ago. My girlfriend and some friends, a little weekend getaway. Dude, check out Hendersonville, man. It's really cool over there. That I actually broke down in Hendersonville one one year. Oh. It's a, I like that area. And they have is a cookout. Is it a nice place to break out in? No. I wouldn't break <laughs> down there. I would not break down there if I were you. No, I, spent... I wouldn't break down anywhere in that area if I were you. There's like a really yeah, cool path that you can take. Um, like We took a little drive through the mountains and we got up to like one of the peaks. It was really nice. Got a great view of the entire area. You could see Asheville from it. Um, you know, and we got to see some waterfalls. Really pretty. Like take some pictures and Sweet. I'll post it on the Instagram. Which the Instagram is up, by the way. Follow us at LTLN Cast. Um, there's Have we 30... posted anything? I posted about the um about the winners this weekend, uh, okay. and then I'm gonna post a sweet little picture of Garrett to let him let everyone know, like, hey, check it out. And just for the record, uh, BJ said he was down to do the podcast. Oh yes, Let's love go, it. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Um, there's 38 cars in Xfinity racing this weekend, and then I know there's 37 in Cup. Um, Reed Sorensen's racing this weekend. So yeah, yeah, that's 27. Okay. Is, that, Reed. is that premium or? Yeah, yeah so, so the way okay. that works is that, <clears throat> for, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> the 77 Spire car is, is a sister car to the 15. Figured. That um, makes sense. It's, it's out of the same shop. Uh, and then the 27 is like another sister car that's out of the shop next door, which is still the same shop. Yeah, it's, I mean, it says Jay Robinson is the owner, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's his crew chief, I wonder? Uh, oh, Tommy Baldwin Jr.'s his crew chief. Oh, wow. I love Tommy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome, actually. I didn't know so, that Tommy was still so, doing that. When I when I was doing my little stint at Spire, I had a full out, full blown conversation with Tommy Baldwin, and I've never met him. I've never seen what he looks like, and I I was I walked away. I was like, man, that guy's pretty cool, you know. So I asked him, but he's like, who is that? And they're like Tommy Baldwin. I was like, 
Wow. I would honestly like get down on my knees and praise to him like a god be like thank you for the greatest memory I had in my childhood of watching Ward Burton win the 2002 Daytona 500 without you my childhood would have been useless see see but the but the thing is like I didn't expect him to be as young as he he is wait how young is he but he doesn't look I mean I don't know how old oh he's in like oh okay so he's aged like fine wine yeah he doesn't look very old he doesn't look very old at all, which is what <laughs> caught me off guard, and that's why I, I was like, "Who was that?" That's crazy. I actually, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, crazy. It's crazy, but it's true. All right. Um. So yeah, no. Go continuing on to Pocono though. You guys got any picks for Xfinity? I mean, I'm gonna pick Garrett now. Uh, My new favorite driver. <sighs> I, you know, you know what? I I've been doing a lot of reading lately so i guess this whole racer.com uh news source or i, I don't know it's just called racer but okay. it, it, it's a news source that Sounds- that has has really been pushing out some really solid content i don't know if they're new or they're resurfacing or what their deal is um but they, they've really been producing good content lately and and one of the stories i read today was uh about my good friend Jeffrey Earnhardt, oh, and sweet. I think I think Pocono is a track that kind of suits him. So okay. I think I, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be my pick. I think I think it's his time to shine. Jeffrey's growing in confidence, especially after a third place finish. He's definitely growing in confidence. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, just just working with him in the past and, and knowing him as an actual person, like. I I cannot wait to see him achieve his dreams. Me too. It, literally, when that happens, just like with Garrett, just like with Ross, just like with any of the drivers, like once once that happens, like it's going to be special. And I think sure. I think I think Junior Nation is. Uh, I think they're going to find a new Earnhardt to root for. For sure, so Kevin. I, are you are you picking yeah. Tyler? That's a good no. I, that's a good transition. Speaking of junior, I think Junior Motorsports gets back to victory lane this weekend. Ooh, with just general with who with who Michael? No, uh, just Michael Lonette. Lonette. <laughs> I will say uh, Michael, Michael Lonette Lonette didn't have another there. solid like sixth or seventh place run. Yeah, Michael Lonette's doing Guyer. really well right now. <laughs> I think I think all guys do though. You, you know what? He's you know for the last uh, well since I started. You know, following Xfinity again. Yeah. Um, he's he's been lurking every race. Mm-hmm. He's been it, like he. It, it, it's not that he's had fantastic runs consistently, but every single race he's been lurking in that third to sixth position, just lurking. I, he's really good, like at um, just you know, kind of being there, and like he gets a good restart, he gets a good opportunity. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets his second win this year. I don't know about Pocono, but, um, but you know, Ryan Priest is in the eight, by the way, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So cool. Priest That's... would probably be the better pick for me, but I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, whenever you guys are done, make my pick. Well, I, I, made I, my... I, already, I already picked Jeffrey. I think, I think that's, that's going to be my pick. All right. Perfect. So I'm picking, uh, BJ McLeod. No, um, <laughs> No, I think that this is going to be a Cole Custer race. I think that this is a type of track that suits him. Um, you know, he's he he's won two races already this season. He's on a roll. Like, 
why not just keep the momentum going, just keep it going through the summer, and really just rack up those playoff points so you can guarantee yourself into the championship for a race that, you know, every, you know, fan is like, this is Cole's race. So I'm picking Cole Custer to win the x Fanny race. All right. That's not a bad pick. Not a bad yeah. pick. Yeah. I like Cole. I think he's going to have a great career. I, I mean, I think, truly, I think he should be in cup next season. It truly, truly. Should, but won't. I, I think all three of our picks could be a threat. Oh, yeah. If but what's, in... what's, what's really going to suck is if um, all three of our picks go one, two, three, and I'm last. Yeah, <laughs> we, we get to, we'll, we'll, we'll get to make fun of you some more now. Uh, nah. <laughs> uh, all right, hey, maybe right. you'll redeem yourself on the cup side of picks. All right, um, well, let's go. Let's go to cup. Who's your pick for cup? Um. Okay, so I guess we'll just kind of skip all the dark horse and whatnot. I mean, I always pick him. I always seem to pick him, and it just hasn't happened yet. But man, oh man, would it be great to see Kevin Harvick in victory lane this weekend? I think that Kevin's got. He's got to get a win at some point. He's been so like consistent. He's got a, he's in one of the fastest cars in the, uh, on on the circuit. Like, Kevin's got to win this weekend. It's got to be Kevin. Give me Harvick. <laughs> Did I Kevin, take go ahead? I'll let you go. Uh, this is this is so hard because like I'm I'm really really torn between Boyer and Blaney. Man, Blaney is a good pick because Blaney's won here before, and he's definitely it, it, getting his confidence it, it, back. It, but I, mean, I, I know, but I just Boyer there's something better pick. There's, there's something about Boyer lately that has me ooing and eyeing a little. That's bit. That's how I feel about Harvick. So, you, like, you get it, like, oh, man, like, like I can, you can't put your finger on it, and you don't know quite what it is. Boyer could honestly go on a crazy run that Truex is going. Yeah, yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit because the Stuart Haas cars, although they haven't won, they've been consistent as all get out. Yeah, no so, doubt. I, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll go with Boyer. I'll go with Boyer this week. Sorry, okay. Blaine, but but there's something about Boyer that that I can't put my finger on. Kill him ready for perfect. <laughs> incredibly bold prediction. It's Kyle Busch. I think Say we get it. a first-time winner in Cup. What? Who? This Who? is an actual bold prediction? An actual bold prediction. I think... It, but wait, hold on. Before you say it, you do realize if you get this wrong, I'm going to roast you. I doesn't, I'm not getting it wrong. <laughs> that's, see, that's, that's the fine line between confident and cocky. So. <laughs> He's not... <laughs> I think if you get this right, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a case of beer if you get this right. All right. Sounds At Martinsville good. next year. At Martinsville. Um, yeah. He's, I don't know, he's been knocking on the door. He finished third at Pocono last year. Oh, I think shit. Alex Bowman finally gets it done. It's a good pick, actually. Bowman. <laughs> yeah, that, I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> I, I was going to say Suarez, actually, because he got second at that race in the fall race. Or the I don't think this race. is the track for Last year, but I just I haven't seen enough out of him lately to where I'm like, oh, he can step up and win this race. But Bowman's there. Um, yeah. 
That would be crazy if we all just took Stuart Haas cars and they finished like one, two, three or something. <laughs> I would like I, I can't believe okay. that, that would literally let's, make my day. So now that we've made our Pocono picks, let's kind of recap the first half of the regular season. What is your biggest, what is everyone's biggest surprise and disappointment? I mean, we're not really at the uh, first half just yet, but I mean... Oh, yeah, of, I mean of the regular season. We're 13 down, there's 13 more to oh, go. Oh, okay, as far as yeah. regular season goes. I mean, okay. the biggest disappointment by far is Larson. Yeah, for sure. Like, that I, one kind of stands out. I think that's a kind of a unanimous thing. I mean, yeah, that... Like, Kevin, I know, obviously, for you, it hurts, but, I mean, Larson, it's not just, like, you know, the fact he hasn't won a race. It's just the bad luck. Yeah, like, this has been wrong place, this, wrong time. This yeah. has been tough this year to get through. Yeah, I I'm think he picks it up. Surprise! So, it's here. Actually, I'll let you go. So, on, on a side tangent of that, um, for I, at least I think it's it's Bowman, Bowman finishing yep. second. That's second, second. Uh, what what what's the what's the saying? Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Casey Kane's motto for years, and and that that's because obviously Bowman the showman has shown speed. He's shown his driving ability. He's put together races, but for some reason he just can't finish them. And I think that, that's the that's one of the biggest surprises for me. Yeah, I think that. that's my biggest surprise is his especially lately, just consistently. Like, he, I feel like this is the first time where, for a month straight, he, I think everyone can just take a step back and say, this guy is the rightful, like, Junior made a good choice while putting, for putting this guy in the 88. Oh, yeah. No, Junior made a great choice. And the thing is, earlier in the earlier in the season we were talking about, he was not looking very good. And he's gotten, he's, he's, He's gone on a tear since Talladega. Like, and and I think I think I think that's the biggest surprise too. Is that a lot of people have been doubting him. It's saying because I mean obviously the first half of the season he did okay. He wasn't stellar. I don't think he had a top ten until like around race. Talladega was his first top ten. Oh yeah, so exactly. He didn't have a top ten till Talladega. He was disappointing, if anything, really. But but I think that was the biggest surprise, is that Something I think finally clicked for that team, mm-hmm, for sure. And, and now you know now that things are clicking, they're 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 clicking all right. I, four, I think four drivers in the top ten. I mean, I just I think just well for Bowman, so, oh, something yeah, clicked. Just, yeah, and and you know I think they have all the momentum in the world now, and I I think I think we're not done seeing the showman. Uh, I mean, to Show reference out. the movie, be the greatest showman. <laughs> oh my gosh! Jeez. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a piggyback off that by saying it's kind of a two way thing. This is disappointment and surprise. Biggest surprise, I did not expect all of Hendrick Motorsports to be in the the playoff bubble. And I don't know if you guys looked at the regular point standings. Chase Elliott's third in points. That what? doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise Surprises me. me. I that. No, that doesn't surprise me one bit because he's been so consistent. I think he's had either four or five top five finishes in a row. I mean, good for him, honestly. I didn't uh, realize that he. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's got five top fives, six top tens. And um, many, he's led 400 laps this season. He's like, I, he yeah. had one point, like he hadn't led any, and now he's just on a tear. He's got the third most laps led behind B- Kyle Busch, Keselowski, and is that tr- yeah, Truex, who and also on the other, started the season poorly. And on the other side of that, another four car team where I expected to have all four in. Joe Gibbs racing, like I know he's had some bad luck here and there, but I have really expected Jones to to be at least a one time winner. Like every every all every one of his teammates has won at least two races and he's I want to get this straight. There. Oh, you're saying Jones is a disappointment. Yeah, so he's sitting there. Gibbs was, I'm like, Gibbs has eight no, wins. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you talking about? But like <laughs> I like if he misses the playoffs and nothing's set in stone with his contract, like, I, I really think Gibbs just has to go, look, man, like, Bell. Christopher <laughs> Bell's really good, and you stink. <laughs> like, we, we know Eric Jones is a hell of a talent, but, like, if oh, you're not sure. performing in JGR equipment, you're just, I mean, it's it's cutthroat, but that's the way it needs to be. No, absolutely, I agree with you. Like, yeah. like Christopher Bell has already proven he deserves a cup ride. Like, like he's so good where yeah. he is. I agree. But, I mean, Jones I think is also really good. Right now in the Xfinity Series, there's one driver from each manufacturer who I can say, all right, you are extremely, extremely ready for top, and that's Chevy with Reddick, Bell for Toyota, and Custer for Ford. I don't, I don't think Reddick's ready for top. I think he needs one more year in Xfinity. Okay, well, I mean, uh, you know, everyone has terrible opinions, but I guess that's your thing. <laughs> I, I I agree with Anthony on that one. <laughs> um, he's so ready, man. The only thing is, there's no ride ready for him, and I think that's where Alex is going with it. There's just no ride. Like, mm. unless unless you get <coughs> move him into the twenty, or unless NASCAR lets teams have five cars, which I keep saying they should. Wait, are we talking about Bell or Reddick? Reddick. Oh, Reddick. I'm sorry. Oh, I was. Yeah. Now RCR Bell. just killed a third. No, I mean he's. Bell. Bell he's for sure. RCR confirmed. He, he's, uh, cup ready. he's cup ready now. I just had a brain yeah. fart. Sorry. Yeah, no, Reddick is definitely cup ready. Um, in my opinion, I think he is. He's proving that he can he can run like better than most guys. He kept the car clean out of Charlotte race that looked like a demolition derby for Xfinity. He outran both his teammates at Kansas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that, you know, he he I mean Hemrick, you know, he's had some bad luck this year, but I mean Man, Reddick is like, if I'm Richard, I'm like, man, I kind of want him instead of Daniel. I, I've i said it for, well, I said I it at least since the beginning of the season. I think Kyle uh, Reddick's the most talented driver at RCR. His, do you know off the yeah, top of your head sure. his next cup race? Or? What, wait, are you talking about RCR in general, cup and Xfinity, or just yes. Xfinity? I don't know. I think Hemrick's got him beat. And talent, really? Yeah, I. I Hemrick really doesn't do. have a single NASCAR win. Reddick has you a championship. You, you can't see my it, face, it, but I have like it, one of those. Just what? It, it it doesn't matter about wins. It's consistency. Look, look at Reddick's previous Xfinity history versus versus Hemrick's. It's consistency. Yeah, but Hemrick never won a race. Like, congratulations and, to Hemrick for. I mean, look at Reddick's consistency. Like, there, there's something he's finished like top four. Yeah, Reddick is like, like, the I, fastest, I, I, like I, top three I, fastest car every weekend. I, I, I just think Hemrick is the the better driver. I just, I just do. That's okay. I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, I thought that Hemrick was gonna, you know, win a race by now, but 
loss. And, and like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feel like Hemrick's more, more driver smart. Well, yeah, he'll keep a car clean-ish, I guess, unless you know you're racing against Ryan Priest in the All Star Open. But you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, he'll 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 try and keep it clean. Yeah, I, I, I think it. another and disappointment. Kind of piggybacking off that as well as RCR. I really expected them to be running better. I know Austin just got involved into a wreck, and but like he, I expect, I legit expected him to be competing for wins this season, or at least yeah, top fives. No, I, I mean, I think he's right where he normally is who dylan yeah yeah i mean well i think i think he's running a lot better yeah i think he is too but i i expected just because you know they downsized their extended program i thought they would put more focus on their cup cars and be faster which they have been faster in practice but like just the race uh the race setup is just not there you know who has impressed me is roush yes yes completely agree I mean, Stenhouse getting a top five right away. I mean, <coughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I'm talking about Newman. Yeah, yeah, Newman's yeah. been great, and that's just another yeah. thing about Newman just making Newman and his team just making good calls, getting them in position, and you know, mm-hmm. just running a smart race. They're both right outside the playoff bubble right now, but I, I legitimately wouldn't be surprised if they both made it in somehow. I'd be surprised if Newman made it. And Stenhouse, I feel like if he doesn't win Daytona, he could point in, but he has to take care of his car. Yeah, that I think it's just Stenhouse, like the biggest thing for him. He races like it's always the last lap. Stenhouse definitely more likely uh, to win, but um, Newman, I could see pointing his way in. I could also see Newman winning a race. Like I think Pocono in the, in recent years has had some good strategy racing. He, All right. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not saying Ryan Newman's going to win this weekend, but don't be surprised if the <laughs> race comes down to fuel strategy. Ryan Newman's just sitting there in the lead, like, you know, going 130 down the front stretch. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Um, well, all righty. Right. Should we uh, round out the field? Yes, round out the field. All right. So what do we got? Um, Honda okay. to NASCAR. Yeah, Haunted and NASCAR. I think that we've already kind of covered that, but I mean, yeah, some just oh, came up on Reddit like within the last hour. Check that out. Are you kidding? It, Are you kidding? No, no, it was. Uh, so I, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I think it's it's NASCAR and IMSA about the hybrid technology coming to NASCAR as early as 2021. No, if, if I remember right, I, I am not talking about that specifically, but that is also another thing. I guess at uh, Indy, uh, Steve Phelps and Steve O'Donnell were over there talking to the Honda people for a long time. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. uh, Look at all the major manufacturers that are in Cup right now and who's missing. Dodge. Honda. Like I said, I would be interested to see more uh, different uh, manufacturers come in. Yeah. Um, Coke 600. Uh, TV ratings went up thirteen percent. That's huge. That's sweet. huge for the sport. Yeah, that's huge. And attendance was up like ten percent too. That's big time yeah, cookies. Huge. Even in that yeah. heat, though, that's that's big time cookies. Glad to hear that yeah. happened. Um, the Daytona five hundred officially far more popular than the Indy five hundred. There was a five point nine rating for the five hundred this year, and Indy was only a three six. I think. Yeah, I I mean really? everyone knows. I said that in the uh, the thread. Like everyone knows, Indy reigns supreme for one weekend and one weekend alone every year. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, That's fine, but Daytona clearly was more popular. Yeah, 
Yeah. And Daytona was also on Fox. I feel like that also helps too. They they cause yes, like, true. They advertise so hard during the Super Bowl. I mean, there's nothing for NBC to really rally around. That's true. Yeah. The uh, Indy yeah. 500. Like, I mean, like people watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. But I mean, who? who well, I guess like there? Kentucky Derby and whatnot too. But uh, they yeah, don't but, care. Those are gambling addicts. Yeah, that's there. true. They like can't, they, can't, hockey they don't know how to first football fan. I mean, they're yeah. two different breeds. Yeah. Until NASCAR figures out a way to properly like introduce like gambling to the degenerates that enjoy the Kentucky Derby, they're not going to get that that crowd <laughs> in. I mean, there is a way you can do it, but I mean, when your horse is leading for 399 laps and crashes on the last lap, or, you know, you know, hypothetically speaking, that's a little more frustrating for a gambler. But yeah. um, yeah. Um. Wow. I just found. I just saw this on Reddit. Spire more sports uh, yet to finish in an odd numbered position. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. really I saw that weird. earlier. That's now, almost as weird as BJ McLeod like running on four sets of tires. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Quinn even knows that. I, I'll have to, I'll have to talk to him. Yeah, text him and let him know. Like, hey, dude, can can you just you know keep finishing in odd positions or even <laughs> even positions? Oh, sorry, whatever. Yeah, um, I, I'll I'll text him and let him know. Do you know when Garrett's next uh, ride is in that car? Uh, uh, I'll get back to you on Monday. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I think I know, but I don't want to say it. Yeah. And it'd be dead wrong. Yeah, yeah just give Perfectly us the wrong news or yeah. something. I'm trying to think of something here. Um, I don't really have much else going on. I mean, you know, you, you've been doing a great job there, Alex, on uh, Reddit. I love the uh, letter Kenny references, even if I don't get them. Someone, so, someone, I saw told, that. Someone told me, "Hey, all these references are dead, man. Nobody says them anymore." <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't watch the show, but I mean, people quote them all around me, and I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Oh, oh. If if you have a solid night where you're just sitting around drinking, you know, a few adult beverages, that's yeah, that's. That's that's a show to binge watch. What show is it? Letter Letter Kenny. Kenny. I'm gonna I'm gonna get around to it. I need something because like I used I, to watch I'm, a lot of uh, Trailer Park Boys and I love that comedy. Yeah, so so Letter Kenny is is very very Canadian. <laughs> like like it's when you think about Canada and like what you expect Canada to be like, it's it's the perfect Canadian show. Perfect. Mm-hmm flawless in everything they do so i'll, I'll hop on I, that free I, ad for letter kenny yeah for sure i i'm i'm a, i'm a huge fan of that show um so yeah i, I would definitely check it out well perfect thank you for doing thank you for doing the lord's work there alex no, all right you're welcome i can't uh, honestly it's christmas was fun but now i gotta move into new year which is pocono so <laughs> uh, i'll be sure. excited I'm excited, honestly. Like this is going to be the last Pocono weekend for the foreseeable future that we're only going to get one race next uh, year. We get the double header. Uh, so July, July. Hello. What well, do you mean one July? Race what, what what Pocono race matters in July? I'm kidding. Um, I always forget <laughs> a Pocono race because I just yeah. it's one of those like, tracks. It's a cool track. It's forgettable a little bit, unfortunately. But like uh, we go to Iowa twice in like maybe five weeks and they go to pocono twice in five weeks yeah yeah when do you when's iowa coming up because i'm excited for that week so we go we go to pocono michigan and then iowa or is it, is that while well, cups out in sonoma or is it during the bye yeah, week yeah. no 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 it's it's 
It's Pocono, Michigan, Iowa, off week for us, then Chicago. Okay. Okay. Oh, is that, a, is that the Sunday race that weekend? Yeah, the, it's Father's oh. Day. Father's Day. Yep. Perfect. Sweet. All right. Yep. Sick. All right. Well, looking forward to that one. And until then, we will see you guys next week. Um, oh, just make sure, um, you know, follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. Um, you know, I'm going to actually shout out my, um, my actual Twitter handle. I, uh, not to brag, um, one of my tweets ended up on a very popular podcast that I'm very proud of on uh, Mixtape. So, Ooh. you know, I can send you guys that link. I, I made a very, um, I made a very angry review about peacocks because I think peacocks are stupid. But do not tell NBC that. <laughs> there's one that lives behind my house that squawks like a velociraptor. It's unreal. Like I didn't know they were that loud. Oh yeah, they're super loud, um, and they just are native to Tampa for some reason. They're just—I drive around this area, and they're everywhere. It's wacky, but um, Tampa's weird. Yeah, cool. you can fo- you can follow us on Twitter. My uh, handle is at n a y s underscore Anthony. Kevin is k j c o s ninety nine. That's k j cost ninety nine. And you're not allowed to follow Alex on Twitter. I mean, if if you want to <laughs> give that out, uh, you can follow me at. F A S T W R E X 1 4. And make sure to follow the JD Motorsports uh, Twitter account as yeah. well. You know, you know, huge shout and out Garrett. to Garrett. J- Give Garrett some love for coming absolutely. on. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely follow Garrett. Um, you know, Garrett's Garrett, an awesome dude. Garrett's handle is at Garrett Smithley. Pretty it's easy. Literally remember. just his name. <laughs> no, number nothing. I love that. Like, honestly, I'm really happy. Like, Good. it's. It's crazy that he's run some races in 15. Because I, mean, I wish there was a number nothing in Cup. Yeah, just it doesn't say zero. It just says nothing. <laughs> like when yeah. David Rudiman was running the, the double O. I love that. Loved it. Yeah. All right. But until then, I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I have been Alex. Love you guys. See you guys next week. Uh, thanks, y'all. Later, guys.